Hello and welcome to the Fun Filter podcast. Welcome back. Uh, oh, oh, welcome back. Um, as usual, I am joined by Sam. Hello. And Jordan. Hello. It is absolutely uh, sweltering mm. uh, inside and out. Uh, mm. So we've got the window open while we record. Uh, so if you do happen to hear uh, kids in the background or cars or buses or anything like that. Deal with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's your problem, not ours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Sam decided that uh, to counter the sweltering weather, we would both wear all black. Yes. Because we were in a fighting mood today, I yes. assume. I mean, I, I'm assuming that black isn't... It doesn't matter, um, you know, if you're not in the path of the sun, right? Is that how it works? I don't think black is naturally, like, heavier on you. Than well, no, it's that it absorbs heat, right? That's the problem with black. Yeah, but so if the sun's on you... Mm. I don't think you just black absorbs heat like naturally, right? I, I I'm not entirely sure. I always thought if the sun was on you, mm. it soaked it in. Right. Okay. Rather than um, just any heat. I see. Okay. Yeah. It's good for hiding. The, it's good for hiding the sweat. I find black. Yeah. It's also slimming, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Whereas I'm wearing some very very light grey shorts. Yeah. And a blue t-shirt which still shows it. And, and flip-flops. And flip-flops. I came with flip-flops today. Yeah. Walking up a hill in flip-flops. Yeah. <laughs> Horrific decision on my well, part. Just walking up a hill, you know. Just I, need to cut that out in general. And I, I, having had five beers <laughs> between sort of three and five this morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your pre-podcast uh, beers, was um, it? Uh, I, was, I was on a half overnighter. It was shit. A half overnight. So, well, so I came in. It was like a close, mm-hmm. but then I only had to be in. The idea was I was only going to be in till three a.m. because mm-hmm. we were having something in to come and do some cleaning, mm-hmm. and this didn't show up. Oh, so right. I, I, but I'd made a list of things I was going to get on with. Mm-hmm. So, like the the ice machines at work needed cleaning. Clean so the ice machines, clean the counter, drink the beer, um, that kind of stuff. Is it? Well, just clean the wines. You know, yeah. check that they're all alright. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'd like set myself a list. So like they'd unplugged the ice machine so I could clean them. So that had all emptied out and everything. Mm. So I might as well fucking do it then. Seeing as right. I'm here and I'm, you know, I'm not really helping with the clothes. So the beers were a reward? Uh, yeah. Okay. What do you do? What's the protocol when you decide you're going to have a few beers after work? Do oh, you pay I, for them? I put them through beforehand. Oh, I see. Okay. I put them through. Because I've had cash yes. most closes I've been on this last right. week. So yeah, I... At the end of the night, I'll ask anyone if they want to drink. Okay, okay. And then put through some myself, usually. I see. It's more the expression, half overnighter. I yeah, well, what that means. Well, yeah. Half an all night. Yeah. It's what? Just a night um, shift. Yeah, anyways, yeah. yeah. Evening into the early hours, because most of the closing team were gone by one o'clock. Right. Um, Does the money from this podcast not keep you afloat? <laughs> we're not is? making money. No. <laughs> I, thought, I thought the bar work was just supplemental. I mean, if anyone wants to sponsor us, we haven't done that in a while. So no, that's true. We have, <laughs> we have more bring back a classic. Yeah. Come on, uh, Pepsi, um, <laughs> Pepsi Max. Uh, I've been. I haven't got it today, but I've been really into my smart water. Uh, mm-hmm. I need to get oh, those electrolytes water, yes, So yeah. Um, yeah, it's smarter than regular water, right? Mm, yeah, it's intelligent. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen a can that hasn't said "only to be sold as part of a multi pack" on it? I feel like I see that on every can Ooh, that I have buy. Have you just given away that you only buy multi packs? No, no, that's my point. No. It's even buying individual uh, cans. Well, it'll say I, on it only to be sold as part of a multi. I've never seen it on individual cans. Haven't you? No. Okay. You, well, I see you, that. I mean, you, you can buy. Yeah. Because I'm assuming what they'll buy multi packs and then just sell. Well, say, cheaper the, places will. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, corner yeah, shops. Yeah, your corner shops will. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's illegal then. What they're doing. I guess. Why is that a thing? 
only to be sold as part of a multiplayer. Yeah, are the companies that like bitter? They're like, no, if you want to. If you want, if you want to sell individual cans, yeah. you will buy them individually. Imagine if it's because there's like a slightly different ingredient or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it literally Pet, is Pepsi just, Max just suddenly gets like a different. Thing I think it. it's literally just oh, we can make more money if we claim like oh, these are multi-pack only. Mm. You know, because genuinely, what is it? Well, so, uh, why? Because obviously, people are buying the multi-packs mm. and then are then and are then deciding to sell them individually. Yeah. I mean, you would make more money selling them individually. Yeah, you would make more money, but Pepsi wouldn't, because Pepsi is selling them to you at a higher price. Yeah, but you're, you're buying, you are buying the multi-pack. Yeah. Mm. So whatever you're doing, you're either selling it for the same amount of money, mm. or you're selling it for more. Yeah. I wonder if it's There's nothing they can do against falls that. falls into the same category as, like, milk and long-life milk. Because when, like, individual cans usually are meant to be refrigerated, like, from the off. Yeah. Whereas your multi-packs can be kept in the cupboard. I'm assuming it's just to differentiate the factories. Mm. There are cans that we dis- distribute well, as part of I'll tell you what, Pepsi, because we, we know you're listening. Yeah. Hit us up. Give us the information and sponsor our next video. Yeah. yeah. But pay, do- uh, pay us <laughs> to make excuses for you, Pepsi. <laughs> pay us so that we don't just do this promo for free. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think. There must be a logic behind only to be sold as part of a multi-pack. Pepsi, mm. do not sell them individually. <laughs> Because you can't... It's not like you can buy them and mm. then sell them as part of a multi-pack. Because mm. you've got to open the multi-pack. Yeah, you, do, you ruin the multi-pack as soon as... <laughs> yeah, as soon as you take <laughs> one out. So I don't know what that's about. Is it just like... So as a consumer, you go to a corner shop and go, oh, they shouldn't be doing that. Oh, this place isn't proper. Yeah, I then refuse <laughs> we, to buy I knew it wasn't was proper gonna... because they put the cat food next to the milk. But, oh, now I really know this yeah. place isn't... Do they know. distribute cans to be sold individually? They must do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they but, do. Yeah, for super, yeah. You see it less common with Pepsi. I think yeah. Coca-Cola is the main one to do. It must be that cans. then, just for them at the, the warehouse to differentiate it, right? Because mm. I, I don't see what other benefit can be derived no, from No, I stand them. by Pepsi and making more money off. Uh, how? Explain it to me. Well, because if you sell, you can sell a multi-pack, yes. which are usually cheaper, because yeah. that's the point of selling things in bulk, is that you make them slightly less expensive, yeah, yeah. so people will fork out more money overall. Whereas if you sell, well, yeah, because like, in a multi-pack. Say, for example, an individual can is 60 pence. Yes. The price of a multi-pack, the cans will be 40 pence. Right. But rather than spending £1.20 on two cans, you're spending three quid on six. Yeah. So you're spending £3 instead of £1.20. Yeah, but you're losing so, more cans, aren't you? No, but the more money is going to Pepsi in, like, one instalment. But not for not by unit, though. No, but they're obviously accounting for that. They're obviously like, right, what's the yeah, minimum I'm, I'm What's sure the minimum we can charge for yeah. a can? That will be our biggest multi-pack I'm sure price. it's fiscally sound. Yeah. But I'd like to hear why the... I'm, I'm just thinking, we're not... Because we sell, obviously, we sell Pepsi and work. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to check those boxes and see if it says not to be sold. Oh, I'm sure it will. Well, how does it work with Pepsi? It's not so going to matter. We, with we get like a bo- a big box yeah. that gets connected up um, and then goes through. Oh, yeah. Cool, is it, is cool it, is it cans so. that you have to like uncan? No, no, no. Or no, no, no it's just no, a it, box it's of a, Pepsi. It's a box with a bag of Pepsi. In it. Yeah. Because I remember right. when I, I worked for Tesco's very briefly just after I left school. And we obviously, you work for a company like that, you got to watch all the stupid corporate. Mm-hmm. This is how our company makes mm-hmm. you feel like you're a family. and. And yeah, they just like they just have this massive bag of wine. Yeah, it's like several ton bag of wine that they just put on a boat, mm. bring it over, and then they bottle it in the country. Yeah, mm. but it, yeah, it's just a massive like oil tanker sized bag of wine. Yes, <laughs> gets brought over to the country. Well, I might, with the Pepsi bag, it's not like you can sell those 
any other way. I'd buy a bag of Pepsi. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You, you couldn't, you couldn't distribute. <laughs> Eddie, how much are you charging for your, for your, for your bags of Pepsi? Yeah. So it's, it comes in a bag in a box. Yeah. How big is the box? Um, I'll say the size of your laptop square. It's not that big, man. No, I'm actually okay. disappointed now. Yeah, I imagine a bit like a trampoline of Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but the, it's annoying because they deliver like several of these boxes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we've, we've just got yeah. a shelf just like full. Or, of, or you yeah. just have the Pepsi room where the room is literally just full floor to ceiling of Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. And you just got a big tap in, um, in there. I, I honestly, I wish because it's in the gas room in our cellar. I honestly wish it was that much easier, but it all just sits on a fucking shelf. Okay. So it's a bag of Pepsi, and then it goes through a cooling tank. Yes. Okay. Goes into a fridge. Yeah, goes into the cooling tank, and then, yeah, comes to the bar tank. And gets mixed with water, yeah? Yeah. 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 Like everything in spoons. Yes. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you're admitting it. It's finally. pretty watered down. <laughs> That's it, it me is. getting the sack tomorrow. <laughs> it is weird that I have a drink. Um, a soft drink at spoons and it tastes like the thing it should what's weird isn't it it's like like those kind of like um, things that people know or people think they know the companies do like mm. we all know that spoons waters down their drinks because yeah. you can taste it yeah. we all know that the carnival machines are rigged at carnivals mm. and whatnot. but then you have like uh, the other side of the coin where like people are convinced that at the petrol pump they always add a penny on when you're not looking oh, mm. yeah which yeah. No, oh, that's silly. I worked in a petrol station for six years. I can confirm yeah. mm-hmm. we don't do that. Well, the, I mean, the biggest thing with the pub, and every, I've met a lot of people that think staff do this, and it is definitely true, is underpouring your drink. Like, it, right. if you're having like a spirit, mm. and people ask for a double, mm-hmm. the amount of those that get underpoured, yeah, is ridiculous. Consciously, to, con- to uh, well, spirit, sometimes, yeah, sometimes. Like, I mean, if someone's a dick. Mm-hmm. you ain't getting a double <laughs> you ain't getting a double I, I mean I have sold pictures which were meant to have like two doubles of everything in and had two singles in and just filled it up with juice but they were that pissed they didn't notice I had a friend right. who worked uh, well I, I, no I think he doesn't work at McDonald's anymore but he works at McDonald's um, and he came out as gay mm. like not long before he started that job and he after coming out, he started to... Be um, gay. Yeah, he didn't hide it as much anymore. So you could tell from a distance. Whereas before, it was a bit like, oh, is he? But no, you could tell. But yeah, there was one one time where he was serving a customer in McDonald's. And he gave them, like, their chicken nuggets. And they were like, I don't want these chicken nuggets. You've had your hands on them. <laughs> yeah, but I, I... Oh, they just intuited that he was a homosexual. Yeah, Because yeah. of his manner. yeah. I mean, they're like, I don't want, I don't want your gay hands touching my chicken nuggets. I don't want your gay nuggets. So what they, what happens? I, mean, I don't want like, anyone's hands really touching chicken nuggets. No, but, no, exactly. But yeah. certainly not now. Especially not now. <laughs> yeah. The reason I brought that because you were saying about like, oh, customers being dicks, so we like underpour. Like the ma- like they call for the manager. Mm. So like, I don't want this gay serving my food. Bring me the manager. So the manager came along, learnt of the situation, just took like his box of chicken nuggets mm. and just punched it. Like squashed the chicken nuggets and just went there you go did the person explicitly say it's because he's gay and yeah I, don't want to I, I think so yeah okay see I, I kind of admire the gumption you know what uh, this isn't for me well you considering know? the social cost now to well I mean this was airing, uh, well uh, it wasn't 1980s was it well no it was like mm. 2013 to 2014 then, I think. just the social cost of being openly racist or homophobic is yeah. so big well, <laughs> where people like it like fuck it I'm going to do it anyway You've got to admire it a little bit. 
I mean, admire is a strong word. No, admire that, not admire mm. anything else about it. But yeah, I, I have like said it before. Like, so there's a guy who works in my pub, and there's a black guy. Mm-hmm. I, I have said I've always admired that he probably gets more respect from our like the customers and everything that the most of us do. Right. Like you get called, you can get called any name and, so, and I've all, like the respect he like gets and he's a he's an absolute class lad. What, what you mean? Are you, are you saying like oh the no, customers no, are on their best behavior? Yeah. Right no, no, now. no. But like you, are you talking about like the way that that the reaction in McDonald's? And yeah. I've always said like like he is an absolute top lad and he's funny as fuck. But yeah, like he gets more respect from customers than we probably do. Maybe it's just because he's better at tre- dealing with customers than you, Eddie. He's not. Give the man some credit. <laughs> Why do you have to make it about race all the time? It prob- probably is part of it, though. Yeah. You're gonna no, be, no, it probably you're is. You're going to be yeah. slower to slag off a uh, uh, minority. Mm. Yeah. Um, even if it's got nothing to do with that. I find myself... It's rare, because we live in Ponty, but when I'm in the company of um, a person of colour, my mindset is always... Like, don't even orbit addressing it in any way whatsoever to show how little it matters mm, mm. but I, I hate that there's even that I'm that, not it, that, it's a, that it's a thought that yeah. you have yeah. to I'm not tiptoeing at all mm. like at all because mm. I know I'm not a racist yeah. <laughs> yeah. so I'm not tiptoeing but it's more like you enter a mindset of oh you have to re- really not address it yeah, yeah. you know because yeah. it's that unimportant mm. that you have, your liberal creden- credentials is I feel like you know those liberals who are like um you're black. You're so brave. That is much worse than someone who doesn't. Oh yeah, absolutely. address it at all. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of in that. You know, L- that that saying alone. <laughs> oh, you're, black, you're so you're brave. brave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just the way. It's just the way you like. It gets said. Yeah, it's yeah. so brave. It's patronizing. It is. Yeah, you're I've, so brave. It, Why? Yeah. What have I done? <laughs> I fucking hate the word brave. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's it's like tolerance, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I'm tolerant. Like, to- surely, yeah. like tolerance implies. Oh, I put up with them. Yeah, you should be accepting. Mm. Yeah, not tolerant. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember where this conversation stemmed from. I've completely forgotten. Watering down Pepsi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then we got onto race. <laughs> I was like, oh, let's get away from that. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I completely forgot. Yeah, we uh, committed what would be considered like one of the, the greatest taboos now. Because we knew he was gay before he told us. And we tried to force him into coming out. No, no, what, okay. Put pressure what, on him to What Sam did... Right, is uh, I don't know who we're on about. You oh, don't know this. Yeah, person. This, yeah. Oh, so, right. A friend we went to school. school. With him. No, what happened? He's, he was like he was a very close friend of mine in school, and then as like the years went on, he, uh, the group sort of grew to include mm. like Sam and everyone. And Sam walked in, just went, "Come out, come out." <laughs> <laughs> no, did he tell you? Is that how you found out, or did you? No, no, no. no we, we knew before he told anyone because he was just acting weirdly, mm. and then. <laughs> I can't remember the specifics of it, but there was something around another student who was gay mm. and a sausage roll. Oh, right. Okay, I think yeah, you yeah. remember something about like sausage roll. It was like a code a, word for becoming a code, code word. Saying, yeah. You put their dick in a sausage roll. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. It's, no. It, it became a code <laughs> word, right? It's yeah. These like Chinese whisper, who can't say that. Chinese whisper sorts of things. And then, yeah, sausage roll became this. Monica. Yeah, I think it was like a code word for I'm up for it if you're up for it. Yes. That sort of thing. And yeah, the, right. and our friend had messaged this other, I think, saying sausage roll or something like that. Right. Testing the waters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of knew. Mm. And then when you paid closer attention to him, he was slightly... Yeah. Yeah. He was, never, I- he was never like f- flaming, as they mm. say. <laughs> but he was fairly effeminate. 
Mm. Which I think when he was younger was written off as like being a beta. Mm. Well, I mean, he comes from a family where he has like eight sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a ridiculously feminine family. Yes, but he also, he was very like, you know, kind of textbook, not to insult, but you and him were textbook nerds, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. Like he, this other guy was, let's give him a handle. Let's come up with something. Casper. Uh, um, <laughs> he was he was very white yeah, Eddie Casper was very very pale and very slight and ve- like you know if, you, if he sneezed he'd like die or something um, one of those very well, frail say, and fragile you better not have been out for the last few months then no exactly <laughs> but when you pay what you initially wrote off as being kind of a beta a beta male uh, you know anorak sort of thing yeah then when you got older it's like oh maybe it's that mm. um so yeah, no, we knew, and but then we were trying to get him to come out, not as like a ha ha ha, mm. just as a it was clearly um, uncomfortable. Yeah, let's sort of with it. Yeah, you, I think your idea was like, oh, let's help him along. Let's help him along. But Sam, being the very um, caring and sort of like you know delicate person that he is, because I didn't know about this. I didn't know until he told me basically that he was gay. Caring and delicate. Just, well, just let me tell you the that. story. Um, it's because I did, yeah. So I didn't know, but obviously Sam knew, mm. and Sam had to find a way of telling me. So Sam's solution was to go, uh, George. Do you think Casper's uh, gay? To which my response was, No, I don't think he's gay. No, I bet you twenty quid. <laughs> but in the next three months, I forgot about Within that. the next three months, he comes out as gay. <laughs> And of course, I fucking being, genius. Being the guy's I best friend, I fucking love it. Being the guy's best friend, I was like, "Yeah, all right, yeah, I'll take that bet." He's obviously not gay. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I lost that bet. I fucking <laughs> love it. Oh, I forgot about that. That's uh, why you were. Tr- I, I, you know, actually, I think that's why yeah. you were trying to get him to come out so quickly because you were on <laughs> it. You were on the bad. clock. Ah. <laughs> uh. Oh, that's that's pure capitalism, oh, isn't it? <laughs> just betting on sexuality. Yeah, brilliant. Well, yeah. it's not just that; it's that he knew the, he knew he was right. Yeah, yeah. So it was just a matter of proving it. I can't. The time remember, I don't. I don't think he. Um, oh, I, don't, I can't remember if he told me. I, I honestly, I know that I had a house gathering. Mm. I think you were there, George, right? Yes. You, this, and a bunch of other people, and Casper, and we all knew. Oh no, you must not have been there. Because we all knew before he told us. Oh, right. And we were trying to get him to... <laughs> Jordan's just realising now that he knew the last. <laughs> we were trying to get him to confess it. Okay. And he wouldn't. Oh, yeah, I must not have been there then. Yeah, and we were like, you know, it's okay. Like I said, I don't want to make him like, yeah, fucking come on, come out. It was like a, it's cool, it's us. And I, but I don't think he did that day. Mm. But maybe a couple of days later, he was like, okay, yes, I am. And then I must have made the bet with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he didn't want to tell you, did he? No, he didn't. No. Because no. he thought that... So, I feel this podcast is probably uh, not the best reflection of how we are in the real world. It depends, Sam. Because... I feel like... Yeah, that's Sam. What now? <laughs> oh, the way I am on the podcast. Um, to a degree, yeah. Yeah. But no, this guy w- felt comfortable telling me, mm. but he didn't want to tell you his best friend, because mm. he thought you were a homophobe. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I mean that's been a theme throughout this podcast. So yeah. A homophobe. yeah, was it that was it that he thought like oh Jordan is a homophobe or he was worried that he was that I was? I get that. I guess worried enough that it was a genuine possibility that he didn't tell you, right? Yeah, yeah. What reason? Yeah, because he, he told when he when he told me he said that's the reason I not told you for so long. Mm. I was like, no, why? Why on earth? What yeah, what, what reason did you give him, Jordan? There must have been something. Where the smoke, this fire. 
<laughs> I mean, it, that was a dig at you, Eddie, in case back. you didn't. Yeah. You didn't. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that was a dig at the phrase. I mean, Eddie didn't invent it, did he? No, but Eddie used it. Yes. On did. the last, well, one of the last podcasts, and you went, ah, oh, no, that's bullshit. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I don't remember the conversation, really. I just remember being told and then looking at you and you were laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you give me the 20 quid? Yeah. Okay, good. No, I don't mind about word. Yeah, that's right. I wasn't happy about it. No. I fought you on, on the matter. Yeah. But I think I gave in in the end. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not cheating, is it? I mean, I didn't... Wow. No, it's not. It's like, I just <laughs> bet you would come out in three months' time. I just didn't, didn't give all my information away. Yeah. It's that only fools and horses, isn't it? Don't gamble because yeah. you never know where the cards are stacked. Gambling's fun. Though. <laughs> I do, I do, do like a bit of gambling. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah, why? Why did he think you were? Uh, I don't know. I, mean, I don't. Want, I don't want to like air his dirty laundry too much. Well, we don't know who he is on the podcast. No, no, but he knows. So if he ends up listening to this, yeah. I don't want him being he like, oh, he's just saying everything. But I do know that, like, because he was the only boy of like nine children. Yeah. I think he was worried about his father finding out. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. his father is like you know, Valley is like man's man. He's a bloke. So I think he was really worried about how his father would. So I think maybe it was that. Mm. Was it I'm not trying to find excuses. It, but I'm genuinely no, like, no, yeah, but that's, yeah, I'm genuinely like, like, like both can, of them. Like, I can believe that both of the men in his life. He was like, oh, they're both like. If they react badly, then mm. I don't really know what happens to mm. me. His father was accepting though, wasn't he? Ultimately? Very accepting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's a shame because yeah, we're not friends with him anymore just because you know tectonic drift and all that yeah um, it's because he was gay and Jordan didn't like well, it no, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the tragedy I mean we'd have much more social license on this podcast if we actually still had him as a friend because he would, he would be our one gay friend well not just that I liked him we all yeah. liked him <laughs> okay alright okay. I just, just want a, a box ticked in my pocket. right I see okay um, and you say this isn't an accurate reflection <laughs> this podcast isn't accurate of you no you would have been you know we don't have any uh, friends of colour no. no, we don't have any gay friends. No, we've got bisexual friends, but every fuck is bisexual. No mm. offense. <laughs> um, you know, fair enough. <laughs> so that they don't count. We don't. We've got um, no liberal credentials. I'm trying to think if I have a gay. Do friend. we need them? You do. Well, I don't want to call him a friend. What? Do we need liberal credentials? Yeah. Well, I mean, no, we don't. No. But uh, I think to a lot of people, it would uh, make us seem more palatable. I, I, but I don't I, I like can't that. tell which person you were talking about because no, two that, came to I, mind. That's not. No, 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 no. I'm yeah, just yeah. saying, like in general, I, I don't like that. You know. Oh, I've got a gay friend, right? No, I've got black. I hate that. Well, know? in what way do you hate it? Just the yeah. I obviously don't ha- hate having people no, no, of color no, no. as friends. I mean, like I don't like <laughs> hates people of like, color. Yeah. Oh, I have. Um, like a Mexican friend or I have a gay friend or I have a black friend or whatever it's like oh that means that I have like that's like a card in my pocket that I can use okay. later in a, in a discussion well I, I can legitimise my point by saying that a person of colour occasionally exists within my vicinity I agree, by choice I agree and I disagree with you I, I disagree with having it as like a part of your identity uh, you know it's um, well, it's not just it's not just like for what it does for you I think it's unfair to the other person no, that they're it, basically a tool in your arsenal this, this is what I'm saying I disagree with it in that level that they that they are you're accessorizing mm. with all these people mm. and it makes you feel that you're a good person. Yeah. That's bullshit. However, I also think similar to where they smoke this fire, mm. a well-worn fallacy at this point is when people say some of my best friends are gay, I'm not homophobic. This idea that that is laughable and that oh come on, that's the go-to cliched. I think that's a pretty good defense actually. If you say, I'm not a homophobe, some of my best friends are gay. That's a good sign that you're not a homophobe. 
Well, so, yeah, saying, it's, during, not, it's not just like, oh, I'm willing to hang out with gay people. It's yeah. the gay people are willing to you hang out with them. You hate black people. Yeah, no, some of my best friends are black. Yeah, but that's but that now, was, like, a, a, that's a meme of like, oh, what racists say. Yeah. Well, no, that's a good fucking well, metric of whether like, you're racist or not. One of, one of my friends who, like, fell out with one of a, a black friend of his yeah um because he wasn't posting enough on social media he was like you're literally my friend <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah like do you think i'm covertly <laughs> yeah yeah like you know he clearly had never been racist to like you would know if time. i'm racist although we've just proven that like you know it, the best friends may not know no. whether their best friends are homophobic or racist yes or, <laughs> you know but they do this don't they they memetize a bunch of uh, like solid arguments so mm. that they become so well worn yeah so they can't be used yeah but it's a good argument mm. it's genuinely good it's argument. like I don't see colour uh you said the thing well no I don't see colour yeah yeah it genuinely doesn't matter to me it doesn't matter to me is I it, mean I do see colour like, that's bl- stupid as is well is it black that's technically not a colour yeah yeah yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Cause it's, I mean yeah. obviously black black people aren't black but not are they <laughs> no we're not black. white are we they're, we're sort of like they're brown pinkish yeah. 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 yeah no well because it, genuinely it was like a thing of someone pointed out that brown is just dark orange and I was like oh but every colour is just dark or yeah, white yeah. something <laughs> no no but you know when you're just black like, is just dark white Eddie yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> um, yeah no no but like the, the brown being just dark orange genuinely was like oh fuck yeah Genuinely sort of that opened your eyes. <laughs> blew your mind. Okay, how? Genuinely, how how does a black person being dark orange make you has, no, how does no, that expand no, no, your no, no, the fact that the colour brown is just that actually, fact. It's just yeah, the fact that, that oh, just brown that, is that star, it, yeah. I see yeah. what you're saying. Okay. Just that fact, because I yeah. just was like brown's brown and then Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Terry's chocolate orange, like the wrapper and in contents are basically the same colour. Let's blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> that genuinely is just like when my you, brain the wires of my buy, brain just went wrong when you buy into a Jaff cake it's like it's sort of the same thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my, fucking oh my god it's all just stardust <laughs> yeah Jaff uh, cakes stardust, stardust eating stardust yeah oh I'm gonna eat Jaff cakes when I get home I've got some yeah can we have Jaffa cakes? No. Oh. No, you can't. <laughs> Why? If I had an infinite amount, then you could have a few. Okay. But I've Biscuit, only got one pack. Biscuits and a cup of tea on this podcast would bang. I love it. I've got biscuits and I've got tea. You can have you can have tea and biscuits if mm. you want. Can we have... Jaffa cakes are biscuits, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's went to court, right? It did, yeah. And it was determined that they are cakes. Oh, right. Can we have tea and Can cake? we say that it is... Wait, Jaffa cake's a cake? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 just like that's what. No, it's no, don't be like. Well, yeah, like no, we went to court over this. Yeah, that's how uncertain we are as a species. The, I think the reason that it's a funny story that it went to court is because it's such an obvious. It needn't have gone there. Is right. The point. Okay. Because a Jaff. The reason that story is funny mm. is because I know people say, "Well, it's called a Jaffa cake. It's yeah. a cake." That's not you know you can't call something a thing that it's not. Mm. So that's not the best argument. But the ultimate proof in court was this guy just went. Well, biscuits go soft when left to their own devices, and cakes go hard, and Jaff cakes go hard. Thus, they are cakes. Oh, I quite like that. Yeah, I quite, yeah. I quite but like, like when that. it is that simple. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of that's why it's such a funny story because like they had to go through the rigmarole of a tribunal. It was the dodge tax, right? That's why it eventually. Went the to reason court. they had yeah. to go to court was because yeah, you're taxed differently for yeah, uh, cakes um, and biscuits for some reason. Ha, ha, when you eat a Jaffa cake, how do you eat a Jaffa cake? Uh, either just traditionally, so mm-hmm. like half and half. Or if I'm feeling particularly indulgent, I eat all the uh, the cake bit 
take off the chocolate and just eat the Jaffa. Do do that. <laughs> <laughs> the chocolate it's is not just me. It's I not. don't think that's accounted for because they started putting um, like on the box something like the 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 full moon or the half moon. Yeah. Like the way that you eat a Jaffa mm. cake where it's just like you do it all in one. Yeah. Or you bite into yeah. it. So it nah, looks like you a need half to account moon. for. No. But no, it doesn't yeah. account for the. What would you call that? The if like healing? if like know. a big bite out of it is the half healing. moon. What is the eating the cake then eating the Jaffa? I, well, okay, so you, there's two bites for the for the cake. The stripper? Mm. So, well, hang on. And then you kind of extract bit by bit. Mm. Sometimes it comes off in like two. That's the very satisfying. <laughs> Disin- no, it's not disembowelment, is it? It's kind of... It's, frac- it's disintegrating. It's fractionating. It's... The fractionating. The fractionating. <laughs> yeah, the fractionator. The fra- Yeah, okay. The... <laughs> Well, well, I'll think of something. Let's okay. Say. Let's right. come up with some possibility. Jaffa Cakes, the fractionator, would probably work on an advert. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good advert. Because what do you do? It's it's not... Because disemboweling, it's it's literally visceral, isn't yeah. it? Mm. So this is methodical. I think if you're a cake, um, what you're describing you're to do to a Jaffa Cake is pretty visceral. Yeah, but not this, though, because this is methodical. You're taking it apart. Oh, I see. You're, what's the word? When you like take machinery apart, you are dis... Assembling. Uh, yeah. There you go. The disassembly. Okay. That's what it is. Mm. The disassembly. Right. The disassembly. The disassembly. Yeah. The disassembly. As in like elite. Mm. As disassembly. As in consumption. All oh, right. Eat. So, oh, eat. I see. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the seeing as we've... I like my elite thing though. I think that's... Uh... But it doesn't... It doesn't say anything about what you're doing. No, but it's the implication of it. Like you're, you're, you're shoving elite in there because, oh, it's the right... It's the best way but how, to eat Jaffa But cake. how would it be incorporated? Assemblete? Yeah. As- well, it's how you said it, but I mistook... Eat for elite. So instead of E-A-T, it would be I-T-E. Assemble as in elite. Assemb elite. Assemble, oh, I don't like that. Mm. Okay. I'm going I'm I'm to stick to assemble Who does the puns on this podcast, Sam? <laughs> yeah, I know that. But, you know, who does the best ones? Uh, <laughs> pun wars. <laughs> Shade! The Panic Wars. That's reference um, to the Punic Wars. Is it? I just, yeah, first reference to the Punic Wars we've had on this podcast. Can we say, first of many, I assume. First of many. It's the um, very rarely have I evoked. This is the official position of the Fun Filter podcast. Maybe twice I've done it. Can we say it's the official position of the Fun Filter podcast? The Jaffa cake is a cake. Yes. No. Um. Yes. Yes. We can say that. Is that the right answer? Yes. Oh well, then yes. Okay. okay. Yes, it is the official position. Okay. Class. It's a cake. Okay. Oreos. They're biscuits. They're not a cake. No, no, no. no. <laughs> How are you eating an Oreo? I don't eat Oreo. I don't like Oreos. Do you not? No. I've, yeah, I've gone off Oreo. I like Oreo yeah. in like when it's in chocolate, like dairy milk Oreo. See, so, yeah, I eat them now if I go like abroad. Yeah. Because you get all the different like random yeah, flavors. Yeah, you, you can get like like the um, white chocolate ones. Love my life. Mint are my favorite. Mint Oreos mm. I quite like. Mint anything I like. That's I mean, fair. I, I like. I, I, I like I, mint. I'm yeah. a big fan of after eights. I like after eights. Yes, matchmakers. Ma- after eights mm. are one of the very few dark chocolate products that I'll eat. Same. I'm not a dark chocolate I'll person. Say, I, no. I, I dark chocolate. Yeah, I'm not a fan of dark I chocolate. I had white chocolate and mint because you recommended yeah. uh, Hotel Chocolate mm. during yeah. our Christmas episode. So I had the white chocolate and mint. <laughs> They're reopening Cardiff. I'm really happy. It was all right. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking <laughs> about. I'm, I'm talking about the combination oh, of white okay, chocolate okay, and mint. Okay. It's a strange. Because obviously yeah. white chocolate is very sweet and creamy mm. and mint is quite an intense taste mm. as well. Minty. I yes. want to yeah. check if they, they did do a white chocolate with orange. I want to see what that tastes like. I don't know. Because I don't know how I would feel about that. <laughs> like, I quite well, like... I don't. <laughs> I, I like orange, like, chocolates if you get them in, like, what is it? Quality Street or Heroes? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I like those, I like the strawberry ones. Orange and, and mint, yeah. those are your go-to um, chocolates. 
Anything orange, orange anything mint. So yeah, yeah orange and strawberry in mine. Because yeah, I'm a big white chocolate fan. Yeah, I like white chocolate. So I want to see what if they've still got the uh, orange and white chocolate. I rediscovered Milky Bar buttons not so long ago. Yeah, they're good. It's it's a revelation, yeah. genuinely. Yeah. I I've recently taken to um, chocolate covered peanuts. Oh cool. really? Yeah, yeah, they're nice. I can't do nuts. The raisins like are the best ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like raisins. Chocolate I can't have raisins are all wonderful. Yeah, brilliant. Mm. Okay. <laughs> it's just bit, Let's talk I, more about chocolate. Yeah, yeah. In the area I know. <laughs> the area I mean, I do have a weird question. Okay. Uh, which is, it's about cake. <laughs> I told you there, are, there are no weird questions about cake. Uh, no, no, well, no, because it, it's to do with wedding cake, and I don't know how much you lot know about wedding cakes. Ooh, this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not married too, as well, Eddie. <laughs> That's not what. Like. <laughs> I'm finding out about wedding cakes because I'm like my sister's what? getting married. Right, and I was going to say, what married. have you not told us? Yeah. Uh, July seventh. You're announcing your engagement. <laughs> July seventh was like next year. a month ago. Yeah, so next year. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah you got I, married I, on July seventh. You're going to get married. I'm on getting July married 7th. on July seventh. Okay. I'm going to have a dress. It's going to be wonderful. Okay. What's, um, what's the name of your betrothed? Betrothed. Uh, Quentin. Oh, it's the first name that came to mind. Oh, Is that Quentin from fucking Sam's Tinder? <laughs> You is, bastard! <laughs> is, is Quentin like a fucking, you know, like Madison? So it's a, a girl, but she was born after the year 2000. But med- that, that, Madison is in a name. Madison. Yeah. Madison. Oh, I don't think you said Madison. Madison. <laughs> yeah. My that, name's Madison. Say, Madison. I make people better. There is better. definitely someone called Madison. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So is it a male, or an old man, or a young girl? It is, he's, I mean, he's 90. Oh. Um, I'm oh, in his so will. For his money, yeah, I'm in his will. It's what, class. What did he do? For, what did he do for a living? Uh, stock. Ah, oh, stock. Yeah, he sold stock cubes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, you need you need to be yeah. selling them for ninety years to make any I mean, money yeah, whatsoever. Name, Quentin Oxford. It's Quentin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, no. Obviously, there's weddings going on, so yeah. I've been discussing cake. Yeah. Um, what kind of cake would you have if it was your wedding? Um. Oh, jaff cake don't count. Does that just? No. Oh yeah, it's a big old jaff cake. <laughs> a no, like jaff a pop, cake. like a pop cake. Cause... Well, that's what I'm going to ask. Are you, ba- are you basically just asking what our favorite cake is? Because surely that's what you'd have at your wedding. You would just have like a super well, yeah, so, like, favorite cake. My sister, uh, they're, they're talking of having carrot cake as their wedding cake. Oh, I like carrot cake. That's not a bad idea. Mm. I mean, I'm a big fan of um, like fruit cake. Mm. Yeah, like, like Christmas cake. cake. I really yeah. like dense cakes. I can't be doing with. Uh, Victoria Spanish <laughs> pansy cake yeah it's just too there's too little of it like you yeah. bite into it and half of it's just air you can't uh, yeah. be doing with that shit the, the thing, that's the thing with the Victoria Sponge though like I like a Victoria Sponge yeah. because it's easy to make yeah well it's like an omelette yeah it? like, oh, I'll, just, I'll just throw one together now because I'm bored it is quite disappointing yeah I'm uh, not a big cake guy really mm. like Marzi, traditional marzipan you know yeah. mm. um, not a chocolate I like chocolate cake but I wouldn't have so, a chocolate cake well I mean, Black Forest I'd have a Black Forest Black cake. Forest oh. Gato yeah, yeah. Gatox that I would definitely have that's maybe that Carrot Cake Black Forest Christmas Cake those are like mm. my top three I grew up with Black Forest Gato mm. so I'd probably have if it was my choice every yeah. Christmas every Christmas yeah. Costa do Black Forest Gato hot chocolate mm. yeah. it's the only time I ever go to Costa it's <laughs> whenever they got those out in, in force I, I see I like a good Costa yeah there's one near work obviously it's open again now oh yeah um, so like I keep walking past it just like picking one up on my way to work <laughs> yeah I it's like dangerous it. yeah. I like those it's kind of half biscuit half cake it's those like mallow things on a bit of biscuit oh, and what, a lot of marshmallow well the mallow stacks 
Yeah, it's yeah. like you know, it's like a sandwich. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a marshmallow no, guy. Okay. I've never really see. I, gone I do. It's like cotton candy. I've never really gotten around. I do like candy floss. Yeah, you're British for fuck's sake. I, I, that's how little I know. That's how little I <laughs> you care have about. Candy it. floss. You go to Blackpool and you have fun. That is it. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's that how this goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I used to eat, like flumps a lot as a kid. Yeah, I had flumps. A lot of big fan of flumps. But yeah, like I. Flump. <laughs> I really like having like marshmallows. Like, I used to have them like over like fires or like festivals and stuff. Mm. That's, I like having S'mores. Maybe that's why I've never really been, yeah. like, I've never been camping. Camping? Camping. <laughs> what's, what's camping? Uh, I've never been camping. I've never been to festivals. I've never been in traditional environments where you would have marshmallows and s'mores and all mm. that. You never had fun. If that's, no, I, if you count camping as fun, then sure. Yeah. You know? Hey, that was my childhood. <laughs> Point proven. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no. Just like it's a genuine like curiosity because I was like, we were having this conversation about what my sister was going to have, and I was like, do you know, I've never considered like I just assume you've got a cake. It is yeah, like, like it is. it's just <laughs> the wedding cake. For yeah, itself. it always yeah. is though, isn't it? You very rarely see anything non-traditional. Mm. It's always just that tiered white pink thing. Well, I mean, that's yeah. just the frosting, isn't it? I'm yeah, assuming yeah. like the cake underneath, you can customize it to a degree. Yeah, but it's usually it is usually just marzipan, right? Well, that's the stuff they put over the top. Is it? Yeah, the cake oh. inside. I'm not too sure. I think it's just like a vanilla cake. What's 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 Ooh. cake cake? Where like most birthday cakes are. What is that? Cake? Vanilla cake, I think. Uh, vanilla cake. Madeira yeah. cake. Madeira cake. Madeira cake. Yeah. That's Madeira. It, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah. 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 Just um, that. I would assume. Yeah. Marzipan on Madeira cake. Mm. But no, uh, carrot cake is good. Share. So getting me yeah. excited for the French dispatch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think of that? What do you think of Wes Anderson cakes? Yeah. 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 Mm. That's like his whole visual architecture. It's just yeah. cakes, isn't it? Um, okay. We done with cakes? I think we're done with cakes. Oh okay. no, we're off food now. <laughs> off food. <laughs> so McDonald's. <no. laughs> well, we'll go to another topic that I know okay. a little bit about: uh, video games. Oh god. But, well, no. <laughs> you got why? Why? Go on. Is it? Is, I, I, are you going to talk about Doom again? I'm not going to talk about Doom again. Although they have announced <laughs> the first DLC for Doom, which yes, I'm yes, somewhat excited about because it's more Doom, but there's no longer Mick Gordon's no longer a part of it, which is a genuine shame. Oh. No, no, it is. You just came across as a dick then. You didn't even realize it. Didn't even know who it is. It was the composer, the composer. for Doom. Like, it was an, like an interesting little story, actually. I don't think I mentioned it. But like he yeah. is obviously the composer for Doom. Yeah. Um, and the soundtrack was supposed to come out with the collector's edition. Yeah. But it didn't. It was delayed. And then when it eventually came out, a lot of people noticed that the tracks, the mixing of the tracks wasn't up to par. Right. So they sort of de- dove into it and dived. they saw that some of the tracks... Dived. Dived. Americans say dove, we say dived. Is it the same as hang or hung? No, one of that is... Th- those are different meanings, whereas dove and dived is just a, a, a national thing. Okay. Yeah. What's the so, difference between hanged and hung? Uh, so something is hung when it's been hanged. Oh, uh, okay. You are hung. No, I'm not. Well, to some extent. Maybe not, maybe not well hung. But you're, you are... Yeah, all right, fair yeah. Something is there, right? Something's well, hanging. This is becoming a very confessional podcast. <laughs> confessing that you have a JJ as well. Um, yeah. Look, you, you wanted me to speak more because I didn't say anything last time around. <laughs> it sounds wrong. It's like a, they, they hanged the guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, no, That's yeah, why yeah. people say hung, yeah. but it's... Yeah, I know what you mean. No, but, I was just saying, yeah, because it, it'd be weird if you were like, oh, I'm well hanged. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm well hanged. <laughs> you know, it does sound... I'm well hanged. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right, go on. Yeah, um, so they they went into the tracks and they noticed that the dynamic range for some of the tracks was wasn't really there. Mm-hmm. That basically means that like 
if there's little dynamic range in a track, then basically everything sounds the same. It's sort of at the same level. Mm. Dynamic range is things are louder, things yeah. are quieter. There's a yeah. better mix. Mm-hmm. So they inquired about it, and Mick Gordon said, um, oh yeah, there are some of the tracks, I only mixed a handful of the tracks, and they are the ones with the best dynamic range. The rest yeah. of it was done by Bethesda, who right. the company who published Doom. So of course everyone was out in force, like, how dare you, Bethesda? Mm. Let Mick Gordon finish. We'll mm. wait for the soundtrack, but let him finish his work. So that was the case for, for a week or so, where mm. everyone was like, fuck you, Bethesda. And then Bethesda came back and said, well, actually, we gave Mick Gordon several extensions to his deadlines. Right. He didn't hit any of them. Right. So we mixed those tracks out of necessity. Because yeah. we'd already delayed the soundtrack. We couldn't delay it any further. Yeah. And the guy who had mixed those tracks, he only had access to the in-game music, which is... Uh, compressed in order to fit onto the disc which is why it sounds so shit Mm -hmm. it's not his fault Mm -hmm. and also Mick Gordon said I didn't mix the um, the compressed tracks where it turns out that he did Mm -hmm. so it turns out that Mick Gordon was actually the person at fault and as a result because the guy who mixed those tracks was getting so much abuse from fans Mick Gordon and Bethesda have now parted ways so he's no longer working on the soundtracks Mm -hmm. so it's an interesting you don't hear that what was the interesting bit? Sorry, I'm just being a dick. <laughs> you are being a dick. Yeah. So he's the guy who worked with Bethesda. Yes. So is he the guy that does the stuff to do with Fallout as well then? No, I think he's done Wolfenstein. I think he works with It, and It are a co- oh, company okay. owned by Bethesda. But he's parted ways with It. But yeah, like usually it's like, yeah, the company are fucking over the artist. But in this case, it sounds like McGordon wasn't really rising yeah. to the occasion. I mm-hmm. honestly think it's probably half and half right? I, I will mm. say there was like yeah. in the statement that Bethesda released they said at the time that Mick Gordon at the time that he like it was announced that he was doing the soundtrack he wasn't actually contracted by us to do the soundtrack mm-hmm. so I think that implies that he started work on it a lot later right in which case surely it was Bethesda's responsibility to get him contracted <coughs> at the time right bless you Eddie Corona <laughs> no I mean I think a lot of these disputes maybe he's even 75% artist mm. it's because companies there's an infrastructure and so they're usually classier and they don't yeah. dish that stuff out what's the thing it's, like, I it's don't... not working out with an artist yeah. it doesn't work out an artist will say oh fuck the man or whatever and they'll just be like we're not going to comment yeah. we're not even going to say anything because you know we know artists yes and they're hard to work with oh yeah <laughs> you know, they, they'll miss deadlines and then they're like yeah. oh you didn't give me enough support it's like dude we gave you like all these debt like we yeah. tried to be supportive as mm. we could yeah. at the end of the day we're, we are on our own mm. we have our own pressures yeah no like I, I like Miss, Miss Gordon I like yeah. Mick Gordon I trust Mick Gordon and he's definitely a perfectionist because he basically basically invented like a subgenre of music mm. when he made the Doom soundtrack it wasn't really like anything that had been heard before um, I don't trust Bethesda but I trust id Mm. the company that he was working for like that game what's his name the game director not the gay the game director um Marty something I think he's called McFly he's not Marty McFly but I really like him because he's like you know with like video game companies is all like you know they'll show off like this really polished like pre-played demo mm. of the game and they're like oh it's a world like nothing we've ever done before and they, it's running on 10 gigawatts of memory and all that kind of bullshit whereas Marty will just go to a he'll go to a conference Marty. he'll play the game live mm-hmm. and if he fucks up he's like if the game like fucks up or glitches he's like oh yeah that's not supposed to happen right. sorry about that nice. we'll yeah. sort that out he's like he, there's no bullshit with them mm-hmm. so I believe it when they say like we, we gave Mick Gordon the chances right so it's yeah the interesting thing if you couldn't glean from this the interesting thing Sam yeah is that the artist seems to be the one in the wrong here right and 
you don't often hear that. It's usually the company screwing over the artist, mm-hmm. not the other way around. Mm. But we're not, my, my plan wasn't to talk about Doom. No. You got me talking about Doom. Well, so okay. it's your fault. I didn't. No, you did. I, I, All right, so was, it's your fault yeah. then. Okay. Yeah. Take responsibility, Eddie. No. <laughs> this is 2020 and I'm the person that's saying I don't take responsibility. There you go. You heard to hear her first, folks. Eddie doesn't take responsibility. No, I fucking don't. No, the thing that I wanted to bring up is I'm noticing a sudden increase. And it's possible that this is a trend that's been building for a while and I'm just picking up on it now. But I'm noticing an increase in games that allow you to pet animals. Okay. And I'm not talking about like, you know... Are we talking Animal Crossing? No, no, I'm not talking Animal Crossing Sims. Like games where you would expect to pet an animal. I'm talking Mm. about games where petting an animal isn't really part of... Like you wouldn't expect that in the game. Mm -hmm. There's been a sudden increase in that. Okay. So for example... Well, I have examples here, unless you were going to say something. Oh, no, what I was going to say is I've been playing Fallout 4. Okay. Because um, I actually got around to playing something else on my PlayStation other than The Sims. Mm. Um, and also you get a dog in Fallout 4. Yes. Now, I'm only so far into it. Am I meant to feed the dog? Because <laughs> <laughs> I can pick canned dog food up. Yeah. But the dog never... I, I, I'm giving the dog a stim pack. <laughs> so I'm drugging the dog. But he never eats. I'm the wrong person to ask. We'll, we'll, like, we'll, we'll say you're with one of our friends. He's a big Fallout fan. Mm. But I, I didn't get that far into Fallout. I just loaded the dog up yeah. with all my inventory items. Yeah. And then I shot him by accident. <laughs> <laughs> That's my history with Fallout 4. Uh, um, yeah, it's, it's not as good a story. I am disappointed. Yeah, I think a lot of people were. I probably should have gone to 3 or New Vegas before I went to 4. Because mm. 4 has just put me off ever trying out the other ones and basically. then 76 was shite yeah let's not talk about that <laughs> but like with Fallout 4 for example even though that's not like a petting simulator like yeah. you have a dog companion mm. so it's plausible that petting the dog would yeah. be something you could do there's like a horror game that came out last year called well it was Blair Witch it was based on Blair oh, yeah. Witch film in which you have a dog companion and that's one of the things you can do is pet the dog mm. but there's like for example there's a game that just came out called Ghost of Tsushima which is a samurai open world game Mm-hmm. And one of the things you can do with that is if you find a fox in the world, you can, you can pet the fox. And like the fox will mm-hmm. lead you to shrines that allow you to upgrade your character. Right. But you can pet the fox. There's a horror game that came out last year called Made of Skur, I think. It's Welsh, so I don't know how to pronounce Skur. Spell it. S-K-E-R. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's no K in Welsh, so. Yeah. In the Welsh language, there's no K. No, I know, but it's made by a Welsh company and it's based on Welsh... Uh, okay. Folklore. Okay. So I, I don't know, but it's called mm. Made of Skur. Yeah. Um, that's like a first-person survival horror game in which you're escaping all of these demons. You can pet a dog in that. Mm. I think that's something that comes out of nowhere. Blasphemous, which is a 2D side-scrolling Dark Souls-style game, which was released last year. Mm. They've recently added an update that allows you to pet a dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, P- Paper Mario, the Origami King. Mm-hmm. There are chain jumps in Mario. Right. Are you familiar with Mario? Okay. There are these things called chain chomps. They're basically just these like iron balls with like mouths on okay. chains. Yeah. And they bark. They act like dogs. Right. Mm. In the Origami King, you can pet a chain chomp. Effectively, okay. you're petting a dog. And then there's two games coming out. One's called The Pathless, in which you have an eagle companion. So you can, obviously you can pet the eagle. And there's another game coming out called Ghostwire Tokyo, which is this weird first person. We don't really know what it is. Mm. it looks like a game where you fight Japanese demons with like Dragon Ball Z magic it's right. very bizarre but there was an in- they released a couple of days ago they released a trailer exclusively dedicated to the feature of petting a dog like right. that's what the trailer right. was selling you can pet a dog that's what we're doing in this right. game do you know what I blame I blame Nintendos the game on the that's DS that's a while ago wasn't it? yeah that's quite I, a while ago mate I mean I had the game don't get me wrong I mean the Sims like there's loads of places where dog petting could have come mm. from 
Although, again, animal with Animal Crossing blowing up. But then again, do you pet... Because you are an animal in Animal Crossing. So do you pet other... Like, would that be seen as, like, you know... Get off me, pet on pet. stranger. What the fuck are you doing? Well, c- can you pet animals in Red Dead 2? Yes. Well, but look, I was going to say... I, I, I would expect that. For, you know, you can... You can, yeah. uh, can you uh, play GTA 5? Well, yeah. you can play Your the dog. stock market yeah. in GTA 5. It would be weird yeah. if you couldn't pet a dog. You know? To be fair, I was say, yeah, I, I can, you can drive a car into the sea in GTA 5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what do we think? Firstly, do we approve of this feature? Do we approve of, do we approve of being able to pet animals in video games? I mean, it's, it's one of those things of... I mean, I don't particularly care. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> no, 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 right. Right. But they're doing it for a reason, which means it's probably because there are so many people playing games where they're like, oh, I can do this. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's sort of why I brought it up. Yeah. I'm curious to know why this is why this is happening. Why are we seeing this uh, sudden increase in petting animals in games where typically that wouldn't be a feature? Do you not think it's just um, coincidence? A hell of a coincidence, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not like, you know... Well, I mean, with with an, with Animal Crossing making like because every then again a lot of the, a lot the of these games either came out or were quite far in development no, before but, Animal Crossing. Well, no, was Animal released. Crossing's been around for years, hasn't it? Yeah, but I mean the new one because the new yeah. one in particular is like proper blown up. Yeah, um, but no, but with games like that, yeah, if that's got popularity and they can see stuff going on with other games yeah. where they're like, oh, also, that's yeah, I, I just want to say I don't. I don't, I've never played Animal Crossing, but I don't think petting is a feature in that. I think no, I'm just blaming it. I think it Pokemon is a better yeah. like because there are recent Pokemon games in which I think it's like Let's Go Pikachu, where the entire game you're like there's a Pikachu with you at all times and you can pet the Pikachu. So I think Pokemon is a better like origin for the yeah. desire to pet animals. Yeah, yeah, in the yeah. Video yeah. Games. But yeah, but whatever. There, there will be a trend over the last few years before it's come. Yeah, where they've gone. Oh, okay, we can do this now. Mm. I'm going to say that it's nothing to do with... There's no reason why this is happening. Like, back in 2015, a thing happened. I don't think it's anything like that. I don't think there's that kind of okay. explanation. I think it's probably just, if there are games with animals in it, they're going to make it a feature that you can pet the animal. Okay. That's one thing. Broadly speaking, video games are simulations of achievement, aren't they? Mm. And increasingly, simulations of life. And so, they're just trying to make it as real as possible I yeah guess. I understand like that and there, there are certain them. contexts in which that makes sense like Ghost of Tsushima you have to follow the fox yeah so yeah we'll probably program a thing mm. where you can pet the fox but like Ghostwire Tokyo we still don't quite know yeah. what's going on there it's a bit like Death Stranding where mm. it's like I'm not quite clear what this is supposed to be mm. but the dog petting seems completely out of place like I, the entire game is just a fast paced yeah. kill the demons and then all of a sudden oh you can pet a dog randomly I think it is It is just that. It's like, if there are going to be animals in it, they're going to... It's like in GTA, you can watch TV. Mm. does nothing. Yeah. You know, um, there's nothing connected to it. But yeah. But I suppose my point is that uh, Ghostwire Tokyo seems like a far more linear experience. Mm. GTA 5, again, like in Red Dead, you're all shits. Yes. It'd be weird if you couldn't pet a dog. Whereas mm. in Ghostwire, this is just a normal-ass dog, and yet mm. you're fighting, like, demon girls and, like, slender men, right. you know? Yeah. Uh, there is a Twitter account called Can You Pet The Dog? Yes, this is where I got a lot of this information yeah. from, actually. called Can You Pet The Dog, right. which just tells you the games. Well, there's that as well. Like, there's a pe- fucking Twitter account. People like dogs. They do yeah, like that's dogs. true. I mean, I love yeah. dogs. Yeah. So, you know, if there's a dog in the game, they want, oh, they're so cute. It's like, if, you know, in season three of The Mandalorian, when it's more interactive, you're going to be able to pet Baby Yoda. <laughs> I would say, to be fair, on Fallout 4, I accidentally killed my dog and did go back so it was alive. 
I kind of, I kind of like let it die to a death claw. So I was like, nah. You both have accidentally killed the other. <laughs> no, no, no. So like, the I was trying to get the dog to stay so that yeah. it wasn't going out. You to made f- sure it did. <laughs> so, it was, so it wasn't going out to fight. But I pressed the wrong button. I think, and he just ran off to go and fight the death claw. And the death claw just clobbered it. I was like, right. okay, okay. You know what, I, I think it was the first time you can get power armor in the game. I think you fight the death claw. Yeah, like, yeah. That, that, it's that occasion. Yeah, I like. I was doing really badly in that fight, so I was like, right, I'll just let the death claw kill me. Couldn't kill me. Genuinely, I was there for ages just not doing anything. It just didn't kill me, so I killed it. You're a cockroach. Yeah. A- Thank you. <laughs> I guess. The I'm thing, killable. See, the thing that annoys me... So after that, I like just wandered around and I found like a little area mm. to like... Just, obviously, because it's open world. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I've got to go and do this mission. So I took the power armor off. I'd done the mission and then someone started raiding the place. Oh, right. The guy that I was helping stole my fucking power armor. <laughs> I was like... I have got sold by an NPC and I can't get it back. Yeah. So I was really fucking pissed Fuck off about Fallout 4. Yeah, um, you brought up The Mandalorian, actually. We didn't talk about this on the last podcast because we brought up the Emmy nominations recently. Yeah. Mandalorian's up for best drama. Yeah. What the fuck's going on there? Uh, populism. It is just that, right? It is just that. I mean, the Emmys, God, they've never... Well, the, the memes. It's for the memes. Yeah, they are very rarely... Well, you say, it's for Disney, right? I mean, it depends because, like, the Oscars are owned in part by Disney or they're aired on the network that is owned by Disney because they're aired on ABC, right? Which is a Disney channel. What? The The Oscars. Oscars. I don't know. I think they might change it up every year. Okay. So I feel like that's been a, that's a thing that I've heard is Disney have a little bit of sway because they are a host company in a way. Well, I mean... I don't know how much of that is just conspiratorial thinking and how much of that is just... Well, it makes sense on a corporate level that Disney would be like, look, just give us something, you know? But they don't, do they? It makes sense, but well, they don't. Well, I mean, every, apart from Spider-Verse, like, Disney win anime feature basically every year. Yeah, but that's it, right? I mean, like, Star Wars... I feel like Force Awakens could easily have been up for Best Picture. Because mm-hmm. it was up for, I think, the Critics' Choice Award. Yeah, that's I think Free Critics. Solo, because Free Solo is National Geographic, which is Disney. Okay. So I think people think think that that was Disney sway. It's thing, though, because are, these are still good like documentaries yeah, like how, yeah. do you, how do you judge yeah. I don't know but um, yeah I don't think as we far actually, as the Mandalorian I don't think we actually brought it up because it came out around the time that the Rise of Skywalker came out and we talked yeah. about that I don't think we talked about Mandalorian no well I didn't I watched two episodes I think and then gave it up yeah I, I watched the whole thing because yeah. I wanted to get to the Bill Bear episode and the Bill yeah. Bear episode was basically the end Bill of the Bear. series yeah the Bill Bear episode <laughs> Billy Bear, Bear. Um, but yeah it's basically the end of the series so I just watched the whole thing yeah no, yeah, I've said. Shake your head at me, Eddie. You've done reprehensible things as well. I'm sure. <laughs> well, obviously. Yeah, but don't judge me for watching I'll... The Mandalorian. Okay. It didn't look good in the trailer. I've watched it all now. I watched it all. Oh, you're both bad. Um, it's a uh, no, not to enjoy I it. I would say no. To be fair, yeah, I expect it of you. You watch fucking everything. Yeah. <laughs> I expect yeah, this I kind of reprehensible you, yeah. behaviour from Sam. <laughs> yeah, it's better if you do it. Yeah, no, it's it's a four-episode season that's eight episodes long, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I got to keep my finger on the pulse, you know? Uh, the Mandalorian, yeah, it's up because the Emmys have occasionally rewarded shows that deserved it. Yeah. But they mostly don't. Yes. They Game of Thrones, it won consecutive best drama Emmys mm. for its fifth, sixth, seventh and eighth seasons. Was it the Emmys where the, the, the cast can vote for themselves? I don't know. Because, there's, well, there's one of them where... You've got, you've got like the actors, I think actors vote for actors, writers vote for writers. Well, it's just because 
Whichever one it, it was the one whichever one it was where um, they were all up in like the final se- series for the cast of Game of Thrones but they all voted for themselves oh I don't know I don't I mean like, like that wouldn't get you many votes when you think about it but I know what you're saying yeah um, yeah the final season of Game of Thrones like Alfie Allen like everyone yeah, yeah. Here's, here's the few trends they, with, yeah they all voted for themselves that's how they yeah. got Oh no, they submitted themselves. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the the show wasn't going to do it. Hmm. Yeah, uh, the network wasn't going to do it. So yeah, they, they all submitted. They paid for their own submission and then got yeah. nominated. Yeah, like Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, the Emmys have occasionally rewarded shows that were good, but mostly the last four seasons of Game of Thrones are its worst four seasons. Yeah. The first four seasons mm. are peak. That is Game of Thrones, and then, oh. in my opinion, the sixth was okay. But five, six, seven, they're like not great seasons. And especially eight. Was was season eight of Game of Thrones really the best season of drama that year? <laughs> no. They just, they pick shows that they like and then they just keep rewarding those shows year in, year out. They kept rewarding House of Cards way in like past its expiration point. Yeah. Um, it's the same shows every year with occasional, oh, the Americans got through, but it's rare. Yeah. The best shows of the last five, ten years... Breaking Bad accepted. They've ignored in the categories they deserve to be in. Mr. Robot, you know, um, well, Rectify. I'd say Better Call Saul's up for stuff. Yeah, that's up for stuff. Um, that, but that's one of the ones they like. Yeah. But so like, every season of that. But like better. Jonathan Banks isn't up. He isn't, yeah. But Esposito, Giancarlo Esposito's up. Yeah, also for The Mandalorian. Yeah. In which he's in literally one episode. Guest actor. Yeah, but still. Yeah, I know. Um, over fucking Better Call Saul yeah but it used to be okay we've got six nominees for best drama series six nominees for best comedy and then every category from lead actor to writing would have six nominees in it that's gone up to like eight or nine at an average now Mm. which is just too many Mm. and instead of being the rule kind of used to be right Breaking Bad gets one every year Oh no, sorry, again, Jesse is the one you get every year. Yeah. But then one extra. So you're allowed Gus for season four, you're allowed Mike for season five, and then the thinking was you're going to get Dean Norris for the last stretch. That used to be the rule, that you get one or two. Mm. Two in a category was excessive. Yeah. Mm. But now every category is three or four nominees from the same show. Yeah. Succession has got like three people up for best supporting actors. It's just ridiculous. I mean, yeah. you can sort of understand it this wasn't the case but if you had a show like The Sopranos for example yeah. in which pretty much most of those actors deserve to be up yeah like fair enough and also there was less on television mm. it was certainly less worthy on television yeah. yeah but we're in an age now where most television is sort of at the same level so it's weird that yeah. the same shows are being like everything is being awarded to them well look at yeah. The Sopranos I mean Christopher Michael Imperioli was up every season mm. That was kind of it for, and Joe Pantoliano won one. Yeah, but that's sort of it. Mm. Like you weren't allowed multiple nominees in the same category. It just wasn't yeah. a thing that you did. Mm. Um, I think that season three of the West. This is really geeky inside baseball stuff. But <laughs> the third season of the West Wing. Yeah. I think four of them were up for best supporting actor, and that was a fluke, freak. Oh my god. Yeah. How has that happened? But now that is the um, yeah, the default. So the norm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is a shame. Yeah, the man's lowering is up for the same reason. It's because people watch it. Yeah, and it's Stranger Things, like oh. its first season. Do you remember? Was it Barb? Yeah, the, the, the friend that got taken mm. to the Upside Down. You know, she became a fan favorite because of her kooky look. I guess I hate Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah so do I. Do you know what I mean? She was like an unconventional. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, we like Barb. It's a shame what happened to Barb. Yeah, like they were because she gets killed. 
mm. so graphically and violently. Yes, yeah. It's yeah. like, oh my god, Barb. It was like a meme. And she got nominated for Guest well, I think Actress. Was, it was the idea as well that, like, Barb isn't the type of person you kill. So yeah, it was, yeah. It was a, like, oh, it's a revelation that they killed her. Yeah. It's Not a like revelation, that, but, like, a surprise. It's mm. that guy, Mr. Robot, the one you feel sorry for. You know, Bill, or whatever his name is. You know, the guy, the really sad guy in Mr. Robot? Oh, God, no. Yeah, yeah. Why'd you have to remind <laughs> me of him? Oh, that's yeah, horrible. Um, I know, but, like, he was... She was Steel that. Mountain, right? Steel Mountain, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was that. Yes. And the reason she was up for an Emmy is because everyone watched it and saw the memes. Yeah. Mm. That's what the Emmys well, are. Now. I would say, what is it with American shows, though? Like, we just talked about, like, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Good four seasons. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. Even to an extent, like, Big Bang Theory. It's decent for, like, its first few. Yeah. Dexter. First few years were good. Great first yeah. four seasons, then it just went downhill. Yeah. yeah. So, so what is it with America? Well, they have more money. And so they don't, I was going to use American Horror Story as a prime example. West Wing. I great, don't think, great four seasons and then yeah. it went downhill. Yeah. You know, I don't think American Horror Story was good after season four. No. I agree. Yeah. It's because... Freak Show was down a peg. But yeah. Yeah. after that, it just became... Yeah, like, un- unwatchable. Yeah. yeah. Hotel is unwatchable. Hotel is just um, an advert for like an SNM Tom Ford. Yeah, no. It's ridiculous. Lady Gaga. It's just all costumes. Mm. I don't know why four seems to be the cutoff. Mm. I don't know why that... Because um, yeah, that is a trend. It looks like it's they got too much money. So if something's successful. It's gonna they're gonna make more of it. Yeah. Whereas over here, two and done. Maybe get two three. Yeah, yeah, maybe exactly, three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Increasingly now, I think because we're getting a lot of the American money, you get multiple seasons of things. Yeah. But the Office is two series. Forty Towers is two series. Yeah. Gotham Rangi is one series. Yeah. Well, like the yeah. in between us was three. That was three. Yeah. Yeah. Little Britain was three. The most popular shows get mm. like three series. Mm. And so there's, it's easier to maintain the quality. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's but, hard. Keeping yeah. writing good is hard. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Yeah. You know, I completely get that. But that's where I don't get with the, Ameri- the Americans, because they do, like, 22-episode series. Not as much the, anymore. Not anymore, yeah. No, no yeah. but, like, they'll do 22-episode series of 10 series, and it's like, right. Yeah. We do six-episode series, and we stop them at three. Yeah. You get more in one season than we do in three. Like, I mean, that's why it's all the more impressive when they are good. I yeah. Mean, the first four seasons of The West Wing, you're talking 22, 23 episodes mm. a year. Yeah. And one guy basically writing every episode. To maintain that high level of quality, that is unparalleled. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. With the exception of the 9-11 special, which isn't even canon to the show anyway, no. mm. it's all like consistently on a level. Yeah. You know? It's all great. Yeah. That will never be done again. No. That will never be like repeated, mm. but um, yeah, I think that's what it is. I mean, I've always gone. I like five. You know, it's it's a nice kind of circular number. Mm. You know, like three and five. Mm. I like trilogies of films, and I like five seasons of a drama. I think you, there's no need to go past five. That's not to say that there aren't great dramas that did. The Shield, the Shield being one of them. Yeah. Uh, Lost three was a bit of no, a. There's there's enough content for five great seasons. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so it's five seasons worth of good. Okay. Uh, yeah, like, there's no need to continue past... It's a drama. It's not a comedy. You can't just endlessly yeah. keep, mm. you know, enduring that story. I think comedy, you know, there's no rule for comedy. As long as it's still good, keep making it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, there's no reason to... You can count on maybe, like, two hands how many great shows exceeded five seasons. Yeah. Yeah. When was The Simpsons... When did it consider... Where's the general cutoff point for The Simpsons? Eight. Okay. Yeah. So that's a uh, standout then. How many are they on now? 20 something? They'd be on um, 31. Yeah, 31. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it hasn't been good since eight. So I watched the first eight seasons of The Simpsons. Because yeah. I was originally going to watch all of The Simpsons, you know, because I'm me. But then I, I was like, I can't. I, it's just not possible to watch every episode <laughs> yeah. unless you're an uber diehard fan. So I googled, when does it stop being great? And pretty much every article said after season eight. So it was, oh, thank God, there's Fair. like there's a unanimity. Yeah, the principal and the pauper. Yeah, right. That's the, the where it stopped being great. Yeah, because they did they just fucked up a character. Yeah. Um. But so I watched the first eight. Yeah. Great, you know, it's up and down, but it's it's quite great. And then I just watched the newest episode, whatever the newest one was at the time. Whew. <laughs> oh, it's bad because the animation has obviously improved, but yeah. it's worse now. Yeah. Yeah. Because of that, and it's just like Bart's got a new app. And Lisa's like, oh, and it's like, oh, Jesus. It's just, it's just Bart tweeting, eat my shorts. Like, yeah. It's, it, there's, there's a lot of that, though, isn't there? Going back to video games very briefly, Crash 4 has been announced. Crash Bandicoot 4. Right. It's about time. Which is, yeah. What? It's about time. That's, about that's time? the name of the new that's Crash That's the name game. of the new Crash game. Yeah. Okay. Because there's time travel in it. And also, it's about time we had Crash 4. It's been 4. a while. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Well done. Yeah. Um, but like, one of the animations, I think it's when you complete a level, or it's like an idle animation, is Crash will take out his phone and take a selfie. Mm. It's like, literally everything. Is mm. it? Is it literally everything that we yeah. have to put this shit in? Uh, Sonic Racing, like the, mm. the most recent... Well, no, it's not the most recent mobile game. One of the most recent mobile games to come out. One of the trailers was Sonic doing like a like a Let's Play of the game. It's like, uh, really? Oh, no, because you know for one, in the next Fallout game they announce, he'll be a survivalist blogger. And that's just what he'll be doing. Oh, God, posting don't. It, posting it, it on the wasteland. Is fucking <laughs> Paraxis from Doctor Who, because we'll get to Doctor Who. The fact that they fucking bloggers. Oh, go away, please. <laughs> it's just, I mean, obviously people are trying to be relevant and contemporary. Yeah. Do you think that it, 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 this is genuinely our age? Like kids who are growing up with that, it will be timeless for them. I do think that, like, it is, like like I said during the, when we were discussing Truth Seekers, the trailer mm. for Truth Seekers, it does feel like genuinely whenever they bring up like YouTube or blogging yeah. or something like that, I just instantly shut up, like shut down. I'm, yeah. like, I'm not interested. I, I find this cringe good. It, well, it feels like a novelty. And, yeah. it, and it feels like it's going well, no, to date it. Not a novelty because obviously this shit is here to stay. YouTube I don't mean, is definitely here to stay. don't mean in that sense. I mean, it feels like a, a, a gimmick then. Like, like a, yeah. oh look, we're, we're being up to date yeah well it still feels I think one of the problems is it still feels like um, old media as it's becoming known yeah that mm. hasn't quite un- does it doesn't quite understand YouTube yet I think it was Jay from Red Letter Media he was talking about Quibi um, which we talked about briefly yeah. when, it, when it was launched about how that app has just died yeah uh, but he said like they spent one and a half billion or whatever it was developing Quibi yeah and they had in their lifetime, I could these figures could be completely wrong, but I think it was something like in their lifetime they had 1.5 million users. He said Red Letter Media will get that a video. Yeah, like new media costs like a fraction yeah. of old media, mm-hmm. and it gets so much more attention. Yet old media is still treated as like the holy grail. Yeah, like everyone wants to get on television, whereas television is just like. Nobody watches television anymore. No. It's a step down, if anything. But th- that's the thing. The, I, the only advantage it has is that it's a guaranteed payday mm-hmm. yeah. over YouTube. Although there have been discussions about making BBC3 a TV channel again. Yeah. Oh, are. really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. The thing is, it's I completely agree that um, old media hasn't woken up to what's happening. They don't know about yeah. Joe Rogan, really. So it feels cynical whenever they 
put that in because it yeah. feels like oh we're appealing to your niche it's not yeah. niche it's bigger than you but i share the bias though i i hate that youtube is a thing i really do i love the podcast he, it's okay he didn't he didn't mean that <laughs> listeners he didn't mean that obviously i, I like red letter media there are there are podcasts i listen to ours included but i have that bias of old old media mm-hmm. i i think getting on tv is the thing you aspire well is to. that just like because you equate that to you know like oh i get to hold the tv show like no, the dvd of the tv show well there's that no it's the institution isn't it everything now is just ephemeral mm. everything's not there anymore yeah mm. it's, it can be deleted you've mm. said this before yeah yeah, yeah. just wishy-washy like yeah. Very yeah i hated it in that respect yeah um but, but yeah so i like the institution of i got on telly you know, yeah. But that that's that is my age. That's not going to matter to um, mm. the the kids coming up. And no, that, you know. But I think this thing about you know he's doing the let's play, that is going to be timeless to the kids growing up now because it will be their childhood. Maybe, but I don't know. I don't know if um, like there are. There, I think there's a lot of people who think that let's plays are already sort of antiquated. Mm. So I don't know if like five years from now we'd be like, oh look at let's plays. Wasn't that a trend, Chasey? But that dated thing. That's another. Know? symptom of this isn't it that let's plays already dated mm. everything's just moving too quickly yeah mm. everything's oh you're still doing but that. like it, it might like five years from now podcasts might be dated right you know they're the podcasts are the big thing at the moment i think especially during lockdown we were kind of lucky we started this podcast before lockdown mm. but during lockdown everyone and their dog has started yeah. a podcast i just yeah. don't like it I, I think it's snide and i think it's trendy and i think it's fashionable mm. I don't. I don't go with. This is going to sound like such a emo thing to say. I don't go with cool. I hate cool. <laughs> cool has never meant anything to me. Cool is by definition superficial and transient. Okay. Yeah. Cool changes. Mm. Yeah. So you shouldn't aspire to cool. That's not something you should aspire it's my to. Basic life plan. Yes. Cheers, Sam. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's really. Cool. Oh, you're doing that thing. You, yeah, still doing yeah, yeah. Podcast? Takes off like the sunglasses and the leather jacket. Yeah. Oh, so throws them out the window. It's like, oh, you're not. You, yeah. you know, you're on. Um, you're not on TikTok. Ugh. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be, you know, outdated in two years' time. Well, we'll be banned in a year. Yeah, we'll be year, banned. So. That's actually going forward, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's brilliant. I'm <laughs> so happy he's doing that. Yeah, well, no, I was going to say, so there's a friend of ours who we were at their birthday party and he made a point of saying that I do, I like try my hardest to be either cool or around the cool people. Yeah. Who said this? Monica, please. Um... Something Please let it be Monica. To. Please <laughs> let Monica have said it. Pathetic. Oh, okay. Um, Did he say that? Yeah, when we, we were sat upstairs and he was going around the table. Oh, okay. It wasn't his birthday though, was it? I can't remember whose birthday. I thought it was his birthday. It was Pathetic's bitch. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> the ex-bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. She is a bitch now. So she's not an ex-bitch. Yeah. She, oh, yeah she's never yeah. been an ex-bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. She isn't she, an ex. She's an ex who is a bitch. Who is now a bitch. Yeah. Yes. She's not stopped being a bitch. She's become one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So she was pre-bitch? Pre-bitch. Or maybe she always was, we you know, but okay. it didn't come we out. Just, we just didn't know. Right. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. God, so it was her thing. And he was going around the group and obviously like saying the thing. And his, his thing for me was about like being cool. And I was like, that's true. I will try and put myself in a better group than yeah. I sort of like think. Whereas I don't really care anymore. Yeah, I hate that. We've got mm. another friend who does that a lot. Um, yeah. Who I won't monitor because you know they might know. But <laughs> if you're on a, if you're on a night out, we'll just glide to the more the the bigger yeah you know, a moth to the bigger light. Mm. We'll glide to the luminescence. Yeah. 
Yeah, I hate that. I mm. hate that. It's ironic because you pointed out to me a, a little while ago that moths aren't actually attracted to light. The darkness behind the light. Yes. Yeah, there you go. There's a whole metaphor there. Yeah. So they're yeah. attracted mm. to the bigger darkness? Well, they're attracted to the cool. Uh, okay. And behind which is emptiness. I see. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Sam was a writer. I didn't know if you... Uh, I don't know if you <laughs> knew that, guys. Okay. Okay. There's, there's one more thing I want to cover before we get into the big finale. I've got stuff. Oh, I've you've got, got stuff. I've got some well. stuff. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to do your stuff first? No, go on. What is mine? Mine are all tied together by something. So okay. Um, Star Trek Lower Decks. Have uh, either of you watched it? No. What the fuck is that? <laughs> it's basically um, a new animated Star Trek TV show oh dear. in the vein of like Rick and Morty, basically. Oh dear. So it's like it's a bit rude. It's like for adults. It's you know it's Rick and Morty. I think literally it's written by a Mick and, uh, a Mick and Morty writer. <laughs> a Mick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, it's written by a Rick and Morty writer. Um, yeah it's wank don't watch it yeah I'm not going to I don't like this the the main reason I wanted to bring it up like I knew it was going to be bad I think most people knew it was going to be bad it was not a surprise that it was bad yeah the surprise is that it's a thing because this just doesn't feel like Star Trek at all mm-hmm. like you know you've got like Star Trek and you've got Doctor Who the two big sci-fi properties of television like yeah. I've, I've always in my mind like Doctor Who has been the entertaining one and Star Trek was the intelligent one. Okay. That was the one that sort of pioneered the intelligence. Like, Doctor Who was not above being clever. Or not beneath being clever. Whichever one of those is correct. I mean, these days it's above being entertaining. That's a fucking show. Yeah, but like, yeah. old Doctor Who could be intelligent. But it was yeah. mainly like, oh, it's entertaining, pulpy sci-fi. I suppose I've always... Whereas Star Trek was more about, like, um, let's test the code that governs these characters. Let's sort of play... Let's, te- mm. like, push their morality. Let's ask questions. Let's... You know, well, that, that to it. me has always been conceptualized to me as Star Wars on Star Trek, which okay. is basically the same thing. Star Wars is, is popcorn, and Star Trek is a little bit more um, food for thought. Okay, well, it doesn't matter whether it's Star Trek or, yeah, Do- yeah, or Star principle. Wars or Doctor Who. The point is, yeah. Star Trek is the intelligent one. Yeah. This is a dumb fucking show. Okay, it's like it's even it's not even like Rick and Morty clever, where it's sort of like it's conducting itself in a fashion where like oh these are clever ideas, or it's it's of the understanding that these are clever ideas, mm-hmm. and again. Rick and Morty's not about being intelligent, mm-hmm. but it's not an intelligent show, I would say. Rick and Morty? Yeah. It's not intelligent. It's not like... It can be. It's not, It's that meme, isn't it? Like, oh, you you know, you're too stupid to understand Rick and Morty. It's right. way more clever than you think it is. Okay. It's not that. But it is, it, it can be very cleverly written. Yeah. I think the... We never talked about the back half of series four, which I think came out while we've been podcasting. Have you seen the, the Vat of Acid episode? Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good episode. That's a good episode. That's the best one, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of Rick and Morty. Yeah, basically the idea of that episode is it sets itself up to be a bottle episode because it's called the uh, the Vat of Acid episode where Rick and Morty are hiding in this vat of fake acids. Okay. Because Rick owes money to these criminals so he pretends to sure. dissolve in this vat of acid. Right. But they're actually underneath the water and they're like, they have breathing apparatus on. And then the teaser going into the credits is that they're going to stay there and basically like lament Rick and Morty's death so they're trapped in the vat of acid so it sets itself up to be like oh the whole episode is going to be in this vat of acid and then after the credits they immediately just kill them and it becomes a normal episode but then they find a way of bringing the vat of acid back at the end of the episode so it is technically the vat of acid it's very well written and there's like a whole sequence in the middle of that episode which there's no dialogue it's like entirely visual storytelling it's a very well done episode I will take your word for it. Yeah, no, it's it's if you if you don't watch any other Rick and Morty episode, I do recommend that one. No, Pickle Rick. 
is the best Rick and Morty episode. Well, I don't know if he's seen Rick and Morty before. Have you seen Rick and Morty before? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you're gonna watch one, I, I mean, I've I've heard this of of a pickle Rick. The problem is, yeah, that another meme. That was the first episode I saw, but and it is the best one. And so nothing <laughs> else lived up to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's never good when you do No. That. No. But, yeah, okay. Pickle Rick and the Bats of yeah. episode. And if you like those... I still That's would, the best I, of Rick and Morty, yeah, so I, still, I don't know what to tell say, you. I still wouldn't watch it. No. Yeah. Oh, the Cronenberg episode is pretty good as well. Yeah, I like, that's right. I like that episode. Um, I, I don't know what it is about Rick and Morty. It just doesn't appeal to me. It's smart ass. It does do that a lot. Okay. Yes. Because it's Dan Harmon. Yes, definitely. Uh, um, I'm good. I'm good. But yeah, it can be like, oh, fuck off. Like, you, you get the sense you get, you're being talked down to sometimes. Yeah, yeah I'm Harman good. Like. I don't need yeah. that shit. Yeah, but this is smart ass without there even being any smart to be arsy about. Mm-hmm. Lower decks now, like cards on the table. I've seen like the three JJ Abrams films. Well, the two JJ Abrams films and the yeah. Star Trek Beyond. And I've seen some episodes of Next Generation when I was mm-hmm. a kid. I haven't seen Orville. I haven't seen. I know Orville isn't technically Star mm-hmm. Trek, but I haven't seen Orville. Haven't seen Discovery, Picard, mm-hmm. not Deep Space Nine. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm not intimately familiar with Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that... Because there's like one interesting idea within this show. And I don't... I genuinely don't know if this has been taken from something else. I wouldn't be surprised if they took this idea from somewhere else. But it's the fact that it focuses on like the underlings of the crew. Mm-hmm. It's not about the captain and the medical officer and Bones and Spock and all that sort of stuff. It's about like people who work in like the bowels of the ship. Yeah, the ground. Yeah, and like the the premise of the first episode is they're going to make second contact. Mm-hmm. So Starfleet, the captain, they've made first contact. They've done the fun Star Trek episode that we're used to. Now these people have to go in and deal with the democracy and bureaucracy of setting up like contacts with Starfleet and sort of uh, you know supplying stuff to the that locals sounds- and boring as fuck but it sounds like Star Trek that's the thing like Star Trek to me that sounds like a like a sensible way of um, building the Star Trek universe it's not just infinitely expanding it to include more alien races it's going deeper it's like okay we've met a new alien race now let's show the process of them being integrated into Starfleet Mm. I know that like I can imagine Star Trek fans would really like that I don't know if it's the thing that general audiences would like and this is definitely a show that's catered for general audiences, but it's to such a degree that you, you genuinely keep forgetting this is oh this is official Star Trek. It feels like a parody. It feels like an off-brand Star Trek. Well, it's it's a high concept idea that sounds good on paper. It's kind of like doing oh we're gonna do um you know uh, a show about Shield, but it's the people who've got to clean up the debris and rebuild the buildings. After yeah, it's sort of the, the it's that idea. It's sort of like I know a, that, a guy named Jeff. Yeah, that <laughs> well, it's thing. it's like the beginning of uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, isn't it? Like, okay, the Avengers has happened. Yeah. Now this guy is coming in to clean up the debris so mm-hmm. they can start repairing the city. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like that, you know. I know that it became a superhero film after that, but that's it's that idea. It's that idea. Yeah, yeah. that's an interesting idea. But like, none of, all of these characters are just like they're all unlikable. They're all mm. you know. It's like it's a rude. It's like your typical, just rude adult comedy. Mm-hmm. It looks like Family Guy. Seth mm. MacFarlane has got a lot to fucking answer for, isn't he? That <laughs> Family Guy animation style. I feel like I see that everywhere. And it's so boring. It's such a boring... It's barely animated. Mm-hmm. It's such a boring style of anime. At least Rick and Morty is, like, well-drawn. And it's becoming smoother and better mm. with its animation. And it's sci-fi, like, out in space. So... It can, but then again, this is as well. I was going to say Rick and Morty mm-hmm. can be a bit more abstract and a bit more colourful when it's design. 
because literally anything's possible. But it's the same with Star Trek, and it's such a boring fucking looking episode. Mm-hmm. Genuinely. Also, it's a zombie episode. Ah, oh, right. So we'll add this to the pile of shows which start with a Adventure Time. Fucking... What was it called? Midnight Gospel? Yeah. yeah. Now we've got Star Trek Lower Decks, where it's oh, just a, it's a zombie fuck episode. Oh, yeah, z- sick of zombies. I'm, I'm bored now. Sick of zombies. Yeah, I think Tim mentioned part of why I stopped watching The Walking Dead. T- yeah, oh, Tim yeah, mentioned yeah. did a song uh, for the Baftas, um, and p- part of the lyrics that uh, he's lamenting all the shows that are going to come out about zombies because of a virus mm. as a result of this. You know? Yeah, I mean, well, he's he's right; they will be. So yeah, well, I mean, Blink One Eight Two released a song yesterday. I think it was. Mm. It's called Quarantine. Zombie. Zombie. <laughs> I wanted zombies and you gave me this. Why? What's this? I don't know. I'm just was, was that a Blink One Eight Two impression? Yeah, that's not Blink. Oh, what's Blink? I was dead. Now I'm alive. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Blink. Yeah, that's Blink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. I don't know what you, where you were going. It was not Blink One Eight Two. I want zombies, but you gave me this. Why? <laughs> yeah, that's Blink. I okay. miss you. <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> Yeah, don't watch that. I'm not going to watch anymore. <laughs> Star Trek Lower Decks. I mainly, yeah, I mainly uh, just wanted to bring it up. Everyone, everyone has said everything that needs to be said about it. But I think I'm just baffled that it exists. Mm. Why did it? Why does it exist? Who are they appealing to? Genuinely, who's it for? It's not for Star Trek fans because this is completely antithetical. It would be their way Star of Trek. trying to introduce Star Trek to kids. Yeah, but it's it's a, not a teen, teenage audience. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say it's not appropriate for kids. Yeah, not even remotely. Yeah, teenagers. Okay. For teenagers, isn't it? But Kirk, it's Kirk just comes down to lower decks, just gets his dick out. Like, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I under okay, fine. If you want to make a Star Trek for teenagers, like okay, but you're you're giving them a false impression of Star Trek. I'm, I'm sorry. Just imagine Spock like having to deal with like his first erection or something. That would be quite funny. He's had. I mean, he's half human. No, no, but just like does he just get Sammys? <laughs> <laughs> Is that why him and Uhura broke up? Yeah, yeah. Them lot as teenagers. That could be an interesting. It'd just be them all. Or like, horny. what's the what's yeah. the what's the typical thing they do? Like Star Trek babies, which is them as babies, as babies. Yeah, but it's just normal Star Trek. But like they're crewing the Enterprise, but they're all just babies. Okay. Recess did that. Didn't Star, it? Star Trek Rugrats edition. No, yeah, because yeah, like Recess did like a babies episode. Yeah, and Rugrats did a. Teenage episode, yeah, they yeah. kind of swapped. Yeah, what what is there to do with the the babies episode? Oh, it's just that they're babies. They still talk as yeah, yeah, right. sure. well, yeah. Kind of, kind of more childish sounding. Yeah, right. But yeah, they're just babies. But yeah, yeah. Right. Well, just it's... do Rugrats, but it's Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. I only say that because that's like like community made fun of that. So it's a, yeah. I know it's a cliche that like yeah. oh we'll extend a show by doing or we'll extend the property by doing blah 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 babies. I feel like if you if you combine the Rugrats theme with the theremin of Star Trek, it might actually sound like a normal piece of music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, putting the two together. Yeah. You have things. I have things. Uh, empathy is the through line of all these things. Oh dear. Uh, a lot of empathy this past week I'm or saying, so. Buckle up, kids. <laughs> no, I'm being sincere when I say that. Oh, shit. Sort of. Buckle um, up, kids. <laughs> I've had two conversations where members of the old generation have slagged off our generation. Okay. Now, as you know, if you listen, we are among the first to criticize our generation. Mm, yeah. Um, I've always said if I could retire from it, I would. But when other people are saying it to you, it's kind of that 
I can slag off my parents but you can't thing yeah mm. uh, going I, back to the Rugrats comparison no one can make fun of those babies except me right Angelica's whole yes. thing yeah yeah yeah. And but when other people like and I didn't even disagree with what they were saying that our generation is like has a lot of responsibility for making for ensuring that COVID has been as rampant as it has been by not taking the proper precautions and all that yeah, sort of thing yeah um, and that you know we're, we're kind of everyone our age is just depressed and so yeah. I kind of I don't disagree but you don't have the right to fucking say that no and so what that did it made me empathise with uh, this is where it gets a bit uh, bigger you know I mentioned Majid Nawaz on the last podcast he's the, oh, the, the Muslim convert yeah. Yeah, yeah a couple podcasts ago um, yes and like he's partnered up with a bunch of people who are trying to reform Islam a lot of them yeah. non-Muslims I sort of get now why Muslims don't like that. I kind of like outsiders trying to like, fuck you, you don't get to tell me right, how okay. to run my faith. Okay. Not enough that like, I don't agree with the arguments. Like, yeah, you are right, but I'm just annoyed that you said it. Mm. But I did finally understand what that must be like. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm. What they must feel like, outsiders yeah. trying to tell them how to... Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously you can't... If those feelings are there, then it's silly to ignore them. But at the same time, like... Um, if like you disagree with the way that someone thinks about something or the, or the sort of the train of thought that led them to that conclusion mm. but you've both arrived at the same conclusion mm-hmm. yeah is is it silly to think that is it silly to be like oh well don't say that because I agree, like I agree with you mm. and even though I might like I don't know how you reach that conclusion yeah because obviously with in your case you're part of that generation mm-hmm. you have first-hand experience you're in the trenches you've seen like mm-hmm. behind the curtain a little bit whereas with them it's all just kind of like oh I have observed you know I, I guess I think these are assumptions that I've made but you've both arrived at the same place so right what point are you making? I don't know okay but my point I, I suppose my point is is it silly to think that? is it silly to not like someone expressing an opinion that you agree with? no this is my point like I, I it's not Irritating enough that you reject what they are saying. Yeah. I still agree with it. Mm. But I understand that knee jerk thing of like, it's not your place to say that. It's my place to say that. Mm. This is not an excuse for people who reject outside yeah. you know, a, a spectator's input. But I've never felt that before. Like, mm. no, you can't say that. I can say that, but you can't it, say It just that. reminds me, like, all I've got going around my head is the end of Killing in the Name. It's just a fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Right. Just running through my head. Yeah, because someone's... It's that thing... Of, yeah, I definitely have that... Um, I don't know whether it's a flaw or a strength, but like, <laughs> if, if you're, go, you're going to do something, yeah. someone's like, yeah, do that. Like, well, I was going to, but now I'm not yeah, going to. Yeah, it's the ping yeah. meme, isn't it? Yeah, well, I'm yeah. not going to do it now. Yeah, exactly. Arms folded. Yeah. 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 So that was the first experience of empathy. Okay. The second one was... Like, Incroxicated. A drunk crocodile. Yes. That's not the name of a drunk crocodile. That's what they are. That's the they are incroxicated. Yeah, that's the joke, right? No, it's like what you call a drunk crocodile. I guess you could say yeah, incroxicated, but that's not their name. That caught me so out of loop. <laughs> yeah, like you're not a into- oh yeah. This isn't going to mean anything to anyone who hasn't seen the previous episode, do yeah. they? So what we're saying is, go back, listen to the previous episode. If yeah. you haven't already. Yeah. Well, no, the one there. before that, right? Or was it the previous? No, it's the previous, it's episode. previous one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So even though you could say they are incroxicated, they're not an Incroxicated. Okay. So it's good, but we're not there yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So what angle am I supposed to take then? What do you mean? Well, how? what is correct? 
Does it have to be the name of an alcohol? No, well, it's just got to be the name of the al- the, the crocodile. Yeah. But, like, yeah, obviously it's got to be fused with either crocodile-related stuff or reptile-related stuff. With, right. With alcohol-related. So it wouldn't be, like, crocniac? No, as in cognac. Yeah. No. No? Because the crocniac is too far away from cognac, I think. Okay. Because it's niac. Crocniac. Croxopolitan? Maybe. That's too specific, isn't it? Well, yeah, but you you want like a vague name. Well, for it's not. A, it's not like you know. If it was like Croxburg, like Carlsberg, like that's very specific. Well, Croxburg sounds like a Jewish crocodile. Yeah, <laughs> Croxburg. Yeah. <laughs> Snappy Croxburg. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, but, you're in my swamps again. Yeah, yeah, oi. <laughs> yeah you want um, a, a more general name for like you know a spirit or a you know um, booty or moonshine or something. Right. Okay. You want an all-encompassing name for yeah. Swill, you know. Right. Yeah, we're not there yet. Okay. We'll get there. Okay. Uh, the, the next <laughs> experience of empathy was my Tinder foray. Drunken disorderly? Why? Because they have jaws. That's terrible. You, That's no, terrible. honestly, I thought you were making that a pun on you. Oh, right. <laughs> Drunken di- disorderly. Yeah. No, Again, that's, not, that's what they... That describes them. It's not what they are. I don't know what you want, Sam. A name for the crocodile. I the gave you four. No, drunk and disorderly is the state they're in. It's not what they are. Right. Incroxicated is the state they're in. It's not what they are. Okay. It's not their title. See what I'm saying? <laughs> not really. Do you get what I'm saying? I, it's, it's, no. It's not yet. I just want to call the crocodile Charlie. It's, I just don't... Okay. <laughs> I don't know... I don't know, him? like... How your inform- how the information you've given me will lead me to the answer that you're looking for. I'm just so okay. I am intoxicated. Yes, but I am a drunkard. A drunkard is what I am. Right. But intoxicated describes the state I'm in. Right. Okay. Do you get me? It, yeah. We're looking for a noun, not um an adjective. Okay. That is an adjective, I think. Yes. Yeah. Not a modifier. Okay. We want a noun. Right. Okay. Any more? No. Okay. <laughs> I'll come back to you on that. Okay. Uh, yes, my Tinder foray. I've uh, since ceased men. Well, there's not <laughs> much point carrying on after Eddie stole Quentin from you, is it? No, that's, that's very true. true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you heart. did sleep with the rest of the valleys in the last I week. I did. But... And a valley it was. <laughs> um, Ironically. Yeah. But it opened my eyes to... Um, you know when you say, oh, yeah, I'm experimenting. Like, how do you just not know what you like? Mm. How do you... I sort of get that now. Okay. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I was not attracted to any of the men. But I did find myself... Hey, well, well, hey. I yeah. saw the way you were looking at some of them profile pictures. You yeah. showed us while we were doing the podcast. There were a couple that were hotties. Yeah. But I did find myself thinking like, yeah, I could probably fuck a dudeification called for it. <laughs> so I, I genuinely right. think like people who aren't sure, they're like, oh, I could have a look at that. Okay. Jord. Yeah. Are you willing to I'm forgo- not. I'm not going to fuck Sam. No, no, no. no, 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 no that's not, 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 even present that as that's option, not where but. I was going. Okay. Are you willing to forego your hatred of Live Lounge for one night if I can get Sam to fuck a dude in Live Lounge? No. In Live Lounge. Well, no, you'd have to do it in Live Lounge. Okay. <laughs> I have to pick him up in Live Lounge. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> the final is Live Lounge really the best place to, to do that? To well, pick someone up? Well, no, I mean, you've got to go to Pulse, but... Yeah. yeah. Would you go to Pulse? I'd go to Pulse. Okay. I've yeah. kind of wanted to go to Pulse. Everyone says Pulse is really it's good. It's a really good night out. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, Why? a lot of people are very complimentary of that place. But you don't like nights out, though? No, I don't like nights out, but people say Pulse is very good. Who am I to distrust people? But it doesn't... That doesn't mean anything to you. I don't think... I mean, you probably wouldn't be a massive fan of the music. No. 
Well, it's an experience, isn't it? Because like, yeah, we got... like it's raining, man. Is it all that? You do get better, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's all right. I like that. Well, we no, no, you you be fine. Right. <laughs> you just come out of the fucking closet. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, you hey, you like the right music. You like all that shit, don't you? Yeah. yeah. You do, yeah well, oh, hang on, now. <laughs> it's because I like eighties music. That doesn't mean that I like fucking you know what's the um, Bronsky, Bronsky beat. beat. Yeah, I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do like that. You like but... Abba? Yeah, that's quite gay, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that, um, that's uber gay yeah <laughs> what else is gay uh is Whitney Houston she's quite gay she uh, yeah yeah she's kind of gay that's gay right yeah. yeah is that Elton John particularly gay I know he's gay but is he gay yeah is he gay yeah what yeah. song is gay I mean it just gets played a lot in there but what 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 songs Tiny, Tiny Dancer I've heard really that's not a gay song I've heard that a lot okay that's not a gay song though definitely I can see was it uh, are you ready Oh, you're ready for love. Yeah, I can see that being gay. Yeah, that that was definitely, day that's definitely been on. Yeah, okay. All right, maybe I'll, we'll go then. <laughs> but I, I don't want to... I mean, I'm still trying to... I wanted to go to Story at some point in... What's, which one's that? You keep naming one. places. Story, Story's the one that replaced Glam. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I, I want to go there just to see what it's like. How, story, how similar is it? Because uh, they said a Sam said a thing. Uh, it's there. Um, it's the same place because yeah Glam's the first nightclub I went to so it would be <laughs> I guess nostalgic in a way like oh this is where it all started I guess <laughs> where what all started exactly but no like uh, no to be fair well we we, we, we we sort of observed didn't we like mm. when we went to university all of the scripts that we'd written they all involve a nightclub as either like a primary location or a pivotal scene I don't, and we'd never been to a nightclub yeah not because we like nightclubs though not because it's, because it's an easy place to get yeah out. so it's sort of I, mean, I still have my monologue which is set in glam the Jordan Wax where Jordan solos in the gents toilet yeah <laughs> Eddie has this weird habit audience of writing scripts where the char- like the characters who are the type of characters that would, you know, have a wank in the toilet of a nightclub. They're always me, for some reason. <laughs> no, no, no. Right. When I was working on that monologue, yeah, I used the names of the people that were on my course and the people I'd met, so you guys. Yeah. And I just thought it would be funny if you were the guy that wanked in the toilet. But why? I hadn't done anything about any of us, though. <laughs> but that's the thing. You didn't know me that well. Like, I wasn't... It's just a, your luck, isn't it? <laughs> Transco Mafia. <laughs> I didn't have that look, did I? A bit. Eddie? A bit. You, like uh, I, you had a trench coat. Did I? Yeah. Oh. I thought I bought that like a couple of years into uni. No. <laughs> it's been around a long yeah, time. Yeah. He's okay. forgotten. Um, and you carry an umbrella like a fucking Kalashnikov. Yeah, you do do that. <laughs> nah. Well, I'm just making use of, you know. And you do go on dance floors go... With the umbrella. Do I? Yeah. So you know, I, can how, I, I can see how people would uh, misunderstand. What the fuck did I do that? Tiger, tiger, tiger. tiger. Oh well, tiger, tiger doesn't count. That was, <laughs> that was just a like a weird that, night. It, it was that for I, some reason they they wouldn't stop selling me Jaeger bombs. They kept. I would go up and buy like fifteen at a time, and they just let me have them. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a club. I would say no. To be, I I did. Uh, so when I was working yesterday evening, um, and a customer came up to me and. She was like, I want a double of the strongest like shot I can have. I said, mm-hmm. do you want shot or do you want spirit? Mm-hmm. Um, she went, no, spirits. Spirit's good. I was mm-hmm. like, right. Are you, are you sure? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like... Because it's absinthe, right? Is that the strongest no, 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 no. So the strongest we do is Monkey 47 Gin, which is 47%. So it's not... It's not hor- oh, okay. All right. It's not like horrific, horrific. Well, it's not um, great either, is it? <laughs> I, I like Monkey 47 Gin. It's not casual. It's not a um, casual drink. But it's not something you shot. Yeah. Um, and she was like, yeah, sure. I'll have that. 
It's like £8.30 for a fucking double. Okay. Um, she did that, and I think it took her about an hour before she threw up on the stairs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one of the first times I felt truly, not like adult, but, you know, as in world-weary, mm. like properly world-weary, it was last year, it was my birth. I went up to the bar, yeah. and I said, give me whatever the strongest shot is. And I meant it. And that was like the first time oh, I felt like, nah, you're, oh, you're getting, you know. You, the you know shots what I mean? we had on your birthday, nah. Yeah. But, you know, he sometimes be like, oh, yeah, give me a stronger shot. Like, it'll be a laugh. I'll have the, but no, I, I needed the strongest shot they had. <laughs> and that felt like a, um, yeah, I was getting old. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting older. Uh, my final experience of empathy, I will come back to because it relates to Doctor Who. Okay, so okay. we'll be moving on to Doctor Who. No, I've got one more thing. Oh, Sam. I know. The, the roller coaster with you. The Matrix. Oh, can we not? Yeah, no, we have to. No, why? We have to. Oh, God. We can't do it. Well, you just f- fucking talk about Doom. We can talk about something that's actually relevant. No, I know, but it's just... <laughs> Would you prefer I talk to you about the Download Festival? It's just all the fucking time, isn't it? That's what? the problem. What? Like, shit like this. Because, yeah, the story is uh, one of the Wachowskis, mm-hmm. whichever one, mm-hmm. um, has confirmed, because apparently it was a long-running theory, Yeah, yeah. has confirmed that the Matrix is a transgender metaphor metaphor mm-hmm. yeah I didn't read the article so I don't mm-hmm. quite know how yeah do you know how um character, kind of character called Switch yeah there's a character called Switch in the first in the Matrix that is quite androgynous okay and they said an idea that they never explored was that she would be I think male in the real world <laughs> yeah a female in the Matrix. Okay. Because that's where you can be whatever you want to be. Yes. That's actually quite a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't... F- could be wrong. I don't feel like there would have been much resistance I mean, no. to that idea. Ready Player One has, like, a male character that in the real world is female. Yeah, but we're is talking... That, is that a transgender... But we're talking, whatever? like, 20 years before that, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, so I don't know whether the studio would have been like, uh, nah, you can't really do that. Mm. I doubt it. Mm. It's quite, it's an out there film, mm. you know? I don't know. They said they didn't no. do it. Because they, they, and that character is killed in the first film. Yeah. Quite, like, famously, um, without fanfare. Like, yeah. you know, she's unplugged, you know? And there's that great bit where she's like, not like this. Yeah. Because it's like such a t- horrible, cheap way to die. Yes. And then dies. And they said that, that was, or she said that uh, that was a reflection of the mindset at the time, which is just kill off the transgender character. They did that. I mean, so... Yeah. That's a weird thing to say, yeah. but... Uh, no, I don't want to go into, like, oh, why fucking trans? Um, that's not the reason I brought well, it's, it up. Well, uh, the reason I was so, like, oh, when yeah. you brought it up, it's just, like, it's like corona at this point. It's like, do we have... Does it have to be everywhere? Mm. Does it have to... Do we have to acknowledge it every waking moment, you know? Right. Yes. It's like that. Re- Are you talking about us or culture? <laughs> well, us to a degree, because right. I, I don't want this podcast to just become the oh, isn't culture? Oh, we gave know? up on that a while back. I know, but I don't. You know, I kind of do. Not like oh, complaining about that stuff all the time, but that is culture now. I mean, that is culture now, but it's just like, like, what are we achieving ultimately? We're being the, the like three of the only dissenting voices out there. Well, That's the only I reason. Say two and a half. I don't talk. <laughs> but in spirit yeah I'm yeah, in spirit, spirit. <laughs> no I'm not bringing it up to be uh, fucking uh, this again yeah it's a bigger point it's yeah, not it's not trans specific that's fair enough mm. but yeah it is like I said I, I, yeah it's like corona it's just like I know it's there I know it's 
taking over culture. Mm-hmm. But do I really have to, like, every waking moment, you know? Well, my, put up with the it. counter-argument is all it takes for evil to prosper is for good people to do nothing. And I'm not saying, like, oh, we should never talk about yeah. it. This isn't an argument for, oh, let's ignore mm-hmm. what's happening in culture mm-hmm. on our culture podcast. Yes. It's just the... the um, Yes, it's fatiguing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Was it not the intensity, the amount, the frequency, the frequency yes. in which it comes up? Right. Yeah. Like I prefer this thing I to even... Marvel. I got. I got to say. No, no, that's fair yeah. enough. Um, well, that's not culture at the moment. That will be culture it will when be. it comes back. Yeah. But yeah, right. like you had that whole thing with like SpongeBob was recently declared a gay character. Mm-hmm. Who's gay? SpongeBob. SpongeBob's gay. Yeah. Yeah. Is he fucking Patrick? I think that's the implication. Well, no, I, I no. It's not the implication. He's gay. He doesn't do anything about it. He's just gay. Patrick's already spread, isn't he? <laughs> Starfish. He's got. But like I saw, like, yeah, there was the SpongeBob thing, and then I saw an article that was published like around the time the Sonic movie came out. It was like Sonic should be a gay icon. Okay. Why? Right. Yeah, that stuff I don't want to talk about. Yeah. Because that is just you're listing the same thing. I don't want to just do a catalog. No, no, yeah, exactly. Um, every episode. But that's my my point being like yeah. it is everywhere, and it's a, regarding everything. Yeah. Like the Matrix. Like who? Yes, who are we to say that the Wachowskis are misinterpreting or? We're not. Know, that's not what. No, 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 no. Out. That's what, not not just misinterpreting. But who are we to say that? Like, oh, you know, the Matrix was never originally sold as a trans metaphor, so it shouldn't now become a trans metaphor. Not even saying that. You haven't heard my point yet. No, <laughs> I'm making a point of my own. Okay. Like it's you know who are we to say that? And I'm not saying that. But when you hear what I say before you say why okay, you to fine. say that? Okay, fine. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. I thought you wanted me to have opinions. Sam, yeah, but, but you, you're saying who are we to say? But no one said that yet. Okay. I was um, setting up a point. Now the point is not being made. Make, make your point. Well, no, I've forgotten the point now. <laughs> so just say your point, okay. and then maybe I'll remember or make up a point okay. in the interim. Right. Yes. No. I don't want to just because it happens all the time. Yeah. This character is now gay. This character is now black. Yeah. Pointless. Pointless. Yeah. Right um, the reason the Matrix is worth bringing up, a we are fans of it, mm. so mm-hmm. it's kind of like, it's our thing, right? That's mm. part of it. The other part of it is, yes, it's retrospectively woke, right? I'm not making the argument that it was never intended to be about that. It never was that. So why now? Whatever. If that was genuinely their intention the whole time, I'll believe them. Whatever. Mm. It's more whatever it is, trans, whatever allegory, yeah, you're doing here. Don't tell people what your art is. Yeah. That's the point I want to make. Yeah, yeah. More pretentious inclinations aside, a lot of people are going to be thinking, oh, I always thought about it this way. Guess I'm wrong then. Yeah. You've fucked that up for me now because mm. you've told me what it is. Yeah. That's the point I want to make. Um, well, yeah, well the, I just, there's something quite nice about the subtlety of the idea of, oh, they're a man in the real world, but they're a woman in... Yeah, that, I mean, you the could... The fact that subtle is quite nice. Well, you could view... I mean, The Matrix... Okay, there's a couple of things here. One is... Even if they say it's about transgenderism, yeah. I genuinely believe trust the the uh, the art, not the artist. Yeah, I don't care what they say about their film; they only made it. I watched it. Um, I genuinely think there's a point there. I'm mm. like, I don't care what it, it might be something you never intended. You know, mm, you, yeah. a film beauty is beauty of art. What? It's the beauty of art. Yeah, it? exactly. Mm. Art is a thing in its own right. Just because the artist intended it, you know, you could say that about anything, right? Yeah. The thing about the, the beauty of the Matrix is it's about self-actualization. Mm. It's about realizing who you really are, and you could apply that to absolutely anything. Yes. Okay, they're transgender, so they're saying it's about being trans. I don't have to listen to them. It, it's about whatever I want it to be about. Mm. The Matrix is just about uh, tapping into your own potential. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. 
fine, they want to view it that way, that's their, that's their right. But I do think an artist shouldn't say, oh yeah, you're, it was this. This particular interpretation is correct. I think it, it's, a, it's different with like, for example, there was a long-standing theory that Quentin Tarantino's films were set in the same universe. Mm. Yeah. And he confirmed that. Like that's yeah. different because that's a detail. That's not an interpretation of art. Right. That is a like an actual factual detail. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't fundamentally change your experience of watching the film. No. no. It, it might in the sense that like, oh, it's actually quite clever how these are connected. Right. Or it's like fun if you notice the little Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't change like the, the, the point of Django Unchanged. Uh, Django Unchained <laughs> is not altered. Yeah, Unchanged is the uh, 99 yes. cheap off rip version. Yes, but it's Unchanged not, it's, is the prequel with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing happens, yeah. yeah. It's just Django yeah. just had like, ah, oh. still a slave. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the meaning is not altered by knowing it takes place in the same universe as yeah. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. I, well, I was talking to you and I thought what I thought was quite we were talking about uh, the play I've written mm-hmm. and the fact that the guy that comes into the pub is a guy called Gareth mm-hmm. and then obviously I had my short film mm-hmm. where the main guy is called Gareth mm-hmm. obviously I said I like put them in my own like town whatever it is yeah 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 and then you was like oh well is it the same guy and I went well, I mean, he does leave a pub really early on to the film. So yeah, quite we, possibly. We, we contrived a, a, a mythology. Like yeah. A mythology where it's in the same um, universe. Yeah. Um, but no, I just, you know, I can make something that I... Groovy. Which I feel like if that ever got made, mm. you could make that about whatever you wanted it to be about, really. It's, mm. it's such so open to a certain... Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would never go on an interview and say, oh, it's actually about this very specific experience well I would say the amount of times Groovy's changed well that yeah Yeah, that's part of it yeah I'll say uh, but art should be you you take what you want from it Mm. I know that sounds wacky but it is art like that's what art is and I just think it's just to be like progressive and woke Mm. and say oh yes it was always a trans metaphor fuck off I don't need you telling me what I should think of your film no it's not is it because Switch is one character She's not even the main character. No, but this is the thing. You could argue that Neo, that whole, that's a metaphor for being trans. Is he doesn't know that he, you know. Uh, at He's the a e- god. You know, at the end of the film is like, he becomes the one, right? Right. So okay. it's becoming what, you, what okay. you truly mm. are. I guess the difference would be that if you're transgender, you, you always know that's what you are. And it's everyone else that has to realise it. Whereas the Matrix is the inverse. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't work. It's yeah. literally the opposite, actually, thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. The Matrix is everyone telling him, no, he is the one. Some people doubt it, like, you're sure? And Morpheus is like, yeah, trust me, he's the one. And it's Neo that has to realise that for himself. Being trans is the complete opposite narrative. <laughs> you're the only one that can know. And everyone and else you have has to, to be, Everyone else it. has to be convinced. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Now, Lily, Lily, oh, so they are wrong. Is, they are wrong. <laughs> yeah. They are it's, wrong. It's anti-trans. <laughs> it's anti-trans, yeah. In, yeah, inverted trans. Yeah. Well, there you go, then. Fuck them. <laughs> well, we just disproved their theory. Yes. Speaking of fuck them, is this Doctor Who time? Yeah. I have very little to say. Okay. Very, very little to say. This is our last Doctor Who discussion. It is. And we have a very special treat for the audience. Do we? Yes. What? With duck inside with nowhere to go, our eyes go wide and through the window. Man on the street, now where's he off to? No bags in hand, so can't be dead slow. I spy on him, I keep my eyes peeled. Lose my mind when it's revealed. The truth inside, no, I can't conceal. The man's just sat drinking in a fit. Alright. Okay. Alright. Okay. Day or night, there's no need to roam. You stay inside, scrolling Google Chrome. Chances are high that you're not alone. Hear my advice, this modern stay home.
Uh, you remember Eddie's Corona rap? Ah, yeah. That's our treat uh, to the audience. <laughs> okay. Okay. There you go. You happy that's out there now? Yeah, that's a good yeah. shit. Right. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah, they are that treat. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's nothing on our end to treat them with when it comes to no. <laughs> series 12 of Doctor I Who. I will say, we weren't treated by Doctor Who. How so. terrible that our, like, our final discussion, like Doctor Who a is whimper. typically, yeah, it, we've gone for like two hours talking about Doctor Who in previous yeah. podcasts and the final series... It's going to be done in six minutes. We've not, yeah, genuinely nothing to say. It's an, it was inevitable though, wasn't it? Though it's not the end end, I suppose. Well, there, mean, will, there will be more Doctor yeah. Who, but in terms of this... I guess this era of yeah, you know, shit <laughs> of shit. Yeah, this is it. We've come out of the other side. Yeah. Um, let's try and talk a little bit about the series before we do the wrapping up shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just have a, well, one thing I that's a hangover for me from the last episode. Okay, it occurred to me. Why would William Hartnell have outdated attitudes about women? The Doctor is untethered from date. That's something that we pointed out, though, isn't it? Oh, was like, it? Yeah, Eddie said that that's probably how the actor William Hartnell was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not how the first Doctor yeah. was portrayed. Yeah, no, that's, but that's in how he was portrayed. But I'm saying, why would the Doctor ever have outdated actors? He wouldn't. He wouldn't. No, he, he wouldn't. wouldn't. Never yeah. be out of date. No, no. Okay. Yeah, that just occurred to me. Yeah. Yeah, hang on. It's I bullshit. Get he's like, no, it's oh, bullshit, yeah, Sam. It's, bullshit. it's fine. It's it's bullshit. Bullshit. We know it's bullshit. Okay, all right. Yeah. Oh, there's actually a piece of Doctor Who news um, to bring up. Yay. Uh, Christopher Eccleston is finally returning oh. uh, in audio dramas. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Whatever. This is a big deal, though. Christopher it's, Eccleston it's, is playing. It's taken. The mic- he's refused to do it for fifteen years. Yeah, it's okay. a big deal to some people. Yeah, he's basically he refused to do it, and then he pointed out that the fans were the reason why he was in love with the show again. I do think it's a big deal because of how like fervent, like how like. You know, in the past, he was like, "I'm definitely not going back." Yeah. I had disagreements with people; those disagreements are not resolved. Mm. I'm done with it. Right. I appreciate it, mm. but I'm done with it. Mm. So the fact that he is now like so- enough bridges have been mended that he will right. take up the mantle once again, even though it's only in audio dramas. Mm-hmm. I think it's still like this is still a big deal. Well, I mean, you should care. You rel- like Christopher Ellison, isn't it? Yeah. To who? Not a big deal to me. Well, you like. I don't give a shit. He's your favorite Doctor, right? Yeah, but you know. Hitler's my favourite dictator I mean like what that kind of joke well they they probably won't bring Hitler back for the audio dramas Um, you know I mean that'd be a hell of a reprisal (laughs) yeah he's my favourite doctor and I I liked him but I'm not going to listen to an audio drama with him no no no, I'm not saying like oh you should listen to these audio dramas I just thought it was I just thought it was genuinely big news that he's I like a good audio drama I don't mind audio drama I'm not going to listen to a Doctor Who audio drama no no, that's fair because I don't want to kill myself that's fair (laughs) <laughs> I, like, I like a good audio yeah. drama though. Oh yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not um, shitting on the the medium. Mm. Uh, okay, okay. Oh well, that was um, overwhelming. <laughs> Set, setting a tone away for the rest Whoa. of the podcast. Yeah. Um, I, I I assume you've probably seen this, and it, it it comes from a conversation that I'll start by pointing out that in is it this series in which Captain Jack returns? Yeah. Um, he's on the cast list for the winter special. Oh okay, all right. Yeah. All right. Just thought you might want they to They probably should have left him to the Christmas... Right, it's so weird that he's in the... His only role in the series is to go, hey, I'm coming back at some point. Mm-hmm. He doesn't actually do anything in the episode. It just reminds him about the Lone Cyberman and that's it. Yeah, the only... the Literally, the only thing he contributes is, don't do this thing, and she does it. <laughs> you know? And so he has literally no purpose, no function yeah. in this series. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing... A thing for me with this series is... A common theme seems to be that 
things can get into the TARDIS. Yeah, what happened to nothing can get through those doors? Yeah, that annoys me. Oh, interesting detail actually I noticed about the TARDIS. I could be wrong. It might just be the way that they film it. There's no door to the rest of the TARDIS. It's just that control room. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there doesn't seem to be a TARDIS beyond the TARDIS anymore. But there is because she has a wardrobe. Yeah, but there's no. But there's sexist. no. Look on you, it's sexist. <laughs> it's like, oh, all the TARDIS is gone, but she's still got a wardrobe. Because women care about women. Yeah. I, I think she has a pool as well. Does a she? Lot. A pool. Yeah. Well, she, when she, the, the... <laughs> God, you're on a roll, Eddie, aren't you? <laughs> Fuck it. Does she have a kitchen as well, does she? <laughs> Well, I mean, she's got to be somewhere. Probably fill out the kitchen. <laughs> does, she, does, it, does the doctor ever eat? Um, I don't know. Seen him eating chips. Yeah, do tend to eat chips. Does the doctor require sustenance? Or is but he's, it what he's, oh, I don't know, because he, he doesn't require sleep. That was made a clear. Doesn't have to sleep. Probably yeah. have to eat then. It's like, he... Cause Shit. It's, um, Capaldi said he only sleeps after regenerations or, like, one other thing. Like yeah. hibernation kind of thing. Yeah, yeah sort of. Yeah. Okay, that's so what that's what he does for the five months. Doesn't he's not fucking to, off. Doesn't need to eat, but can. Yeah. So can enjoy it. Yeah. Doesn't have to sleep. Yeah. But can fuck. This dude's living the dream. He <laughs> doesn't shit. Never seen him. Doesn't shit. shit. Doesn't shit. Oh, he's missing out on a fundamental pleasure. Yeah, the, a yeah. good shit is, yeah. is no, good. no, because you know what would happen if the doctor was on the toilet. Like, <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> I do oh, that all. Just, I do that all the time. Did you just glitch? The Matrix just glitched. <laughs> I glitch all the time. Okay. <laughs> You've seen me do this. Before. I know, but it's not, I don't think it's ever happened on a podcast. No, fair well, it's certainly never happened with such prominence. Yeah. I don't think it's all used to be in the background. But no, that was a proper like. Yeah. Oh. It's fine. Oh, I'm not having oh, a seizure. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> That's generally what I get. What I worry about when that happens. I go, oh, shit. No, 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 no. Okay. My legs go before my face does. Okay. Um. You're sitting down. How will I know? <laughs> no, no, I can feel my legs go weak. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, go on. I can't remember what we're saying. Nor can I. Something about no. Oh, yeah, no, no. I was saying, yeah. If he was like, the doctor went to the toilet, yeah, he'd just be sat on his fucking phone like the rest of us, yeah, and it'd be really fucking annoying, yeah, because the doctor would just be fucking tweeting. Does the doctor have a phone? Yeah, yeah. Well, he did. Well, he said did. Yeah, because Martha gave him a phone. What is the acceptable pronoun for the doctor broadly now? They. It's they, is it? Yeah. I assume so. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a she now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're referring to the character. Yeah, they. They. Okay. Yeah. Sasha Dawan. Yes. Are they. <sighs> uh, I kind of already asked. And he's you off this. again. Uh, yeah. I asked you this outside of the podcast. Yeah. 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 Are they casting actors from Adventure in Space and Time as an inside reference or are they just lazy? I'm saying they're lazy. Okay. Because I fucking hate it. Because thing is, I don't have a problem with it in and of itself, but that film doesn't have a massive cast. It's not like, oh, you're inevitably going to get people from both. And they're all in the fucking show. But they are all in it. And yeah. So it does seem straight, like in big roles. Well. Yeah. Or this one, anyway. Yeah, this one is. Like, Brian Cox was in an episode. Yeah. The oh, What's her name? Jessica Rain. Jessica Rain. I only know the character's name. I know her name is Varsity. Uh, but she was in Verity Verity yeah never mind <laughs> mate you know fucking nothing <laughs> but she was in one episode yeah um, there's like another person as well who was in a minor role oh right. obviously we got David Bradley who was in and David two Bradley. episodes yeah four out of the five are in yeah I think Leslie Manville is the other one mm. she's an adventure from space and time right uh, yeah she's oh, Brian Cox's wife I think Ugh, Leslie Manville 
But yeah, Sash to Um Not universally, but generally well-liked as the master. People think he's really good. He's shit. He is shit. Okay, it's kind of nice to to, <laughs> to to have that confirmed by someone. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just sick of the impish devilry thing. I'm sick of it. Like, if the Doctor can change fundamentally, why can't the master? I know that he still has to be a villain. But the, ooh, I'm being all dastardly. There's an interesting question here. Um, or at least there's a question that I hope leads to an interesting answer. Okay. John Sim was that. Yeah. He was impish and he was all over the place and crazy and overacting, eye bulging, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Sasha Dewan mm-hmm. is doing a similar thing where he's all over the place, eye bulging, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I like John Sim. Yes. Don't like Sasha. No. John Sim felt somewhat suitable mm-hmm. and also it was genuinely enjoyable yeah. to watch him on screen. Sasha feels like he's trying way too hard and it's borderline yeah. cringe inducing. That's what it is. It feels like acting. Yeah. Like the way is that the problem? Like, is yeah. that the reason why that Sasha's not working? Yeah, it's not It's not racial. Trust me. It's, no, no. I, yeah, I wasn't even thinking. It was, I know. It was, it's the fact that like, he's, I can't criticize what he's doing because John Sim did a similar thing and I liked it. If you watch a cringe compilation, yeah. if you do, if you watch though, any of those, there's one where the guy is doing an impression of the Joker, and the laugh is really forced, and it's a bad yeah. one. It's like, <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, he's just putting it on. It's it's not in the eyes. It's not in the actual. Um, when Heath Ledger laughs as the Joker, he's laughing. Yes. When Mark Hamill laughs as the Joker, he's laughing. Yeah, yeah. Sasha Dowan isn't doing that. He's just going. <laughs> There's no life behind it. Yeah. John Sim was genuinely unhinged. Yes. And this guy is, co- again, he's cosplaying. Yeah. That's the problem. He's Shit. very well cast as O. Yeah. The character that he pretends to be for the first episode. He's mm-hmm. not well cast for the master. No. It should have been the other way around. You, you yeah. cast for the master and just hope that he can pull off O. Yes. It's thing, isn't it? It's a tricky one because Jack Nicholson... Uh, this was pointed out by Damon Lindelof again uh, when you cast him as Jack Torrance because it's in The Shining because it's Jack Nicholson you're waiting for Jack Torrance to lose his mind yeah you need to cast someone who can do both but is not inevitably going to yes lose their shit so I suppose in that respect it's good because we've seen him in Adventure Space and Time he's a very softly spoken individual yeah you wouldn't expect him to be unhinged crazy master yes but that's because he can't do can't do it <laughs> unhinged crazy master yeah um, yeah we had our first breaking bad actor I think oh what's her name Laura Fraser yeah that's a or- shame Orphan 55 yeah I didn't rewatch it <sighs> okay I don't think I would ever be able to rewatch it okay because when I I remember watching with my family and I remember thinking at the time this might be one of the worst pieces of television I've ever seen yeah <laughs> It's yeah. genuinely horrible. Like it's so. I don't know why it was so. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of characters in that episode that don't really do anything. Mm-hmm. You've got that horrible old woman. Yeah. Benny. Yeah. Benny. And it's like seventeen or eighteen times over the course of however long, where she just yeah. goes Benny. <laughs> there's re- that was actually a really. I, I assume it's not intentional, but there's that really funny moment where Benny is outside and he's presumably being held hostage by the monsters. Yeah. And he goes. Um, whatever her name is will you marry me yeah. and she goes yes I'll, mar- I'll marry you Benny and then he goes good can somebody kill me please <laughs> yeah yeah it's gotta be funny right yeah, that, I don't know I think the implication is that like oh he wanted to 
get what he wanted in his final moments, which yeah. is why. But yeah, like he asks her to marry him, and immediately he's like, "Fucking kill me, please." It's like a running theme in Doctor Who. <laughs> uh, declarations of love followed by death. Yeah. Uh, what's his face? Can't remember his name now. Um, Clara's boyfriend. Oh, Pink. Yeah, yeah. Penny Pink. I yeah. love you. <laughs> he's smashed yeah. by a car. Yeah. Um, yeah. Orphan Fifty Five is horrific. Mm-hmm so much worse than the show I mean the show around it is bad mm. but that is like an all time low for me it's a shame because it does really waste James Buckley yeah he's in it as well like yeah. there are good actors in that episode but what does he do in that episode genuinely cool. he absolutely waits he, he, he doesn't even have a function in a, the story that's a theme this series yeah because Stephen Fry what a fucking waste of it I was gonna yeah. like here's the thing I was going to say like you know, Stephen Fry is a contender for biggest waste of guest actor because they obviously Olivia yeah. Coleman showed mm-hmm. up in series five. I think she's still the worst. Yeah. I think oh so. yeah, yeah. Because Stephen Fry, like, he's not much of an actor anymore, is he? He's always Stephen Fry. Well, yeah, Stephen Fry never had much range. No. Yeah. But he's not like he's not going to do the Melchit thing anymore. He's not going to no. be like old Stephen Fry. No. Or no. he's like pompous. And he's going to play foolish. prime ministers. Yes. No, yeah. Like in twenty four. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's not a waste in that respect. Because he's doing what you'd expect yeah. him to do. But, like, they advertised, like, oh, Stephen Fry is in this series. Mm-hmm. Lenny Henry is in this series. Lenny Henry gets a lot more screen time than Stephen Fry. Yeah. They kill off Stephen Fry sharpish. Yeah. And his main contribution is to mistake Bradley Walsh as the Doctor. Yes. That's basically what he does. That's mm. another running idea, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like, really what a annoying. waste. Yeah. Like, in that respect, it's a waste of Stephen Fry. Because, like, really, you're going to. Stephen Fry is going to be like the. Well, oh, I didn't know any better. Yeah, even if you're not going to get much out of him in terms of dynamic range, mm-hmm. then at least hold on to him for longer. Yeah. So you can do Stephen Fry for longer. Yeah. yeah. Like, this guy was going to write Doctor Who at one point. In fact, mm. like, at one point, a lot of people were saying, like, oh, we'd love to see Stephen Fry as the Doctor. Mm. Let him be in the show for a little bit. Yeah. Come on now. Mm. Yeah. Well, I would say this marks the fourth student from the History Boys to make it into Doctor Who. So James Corden has obviously been in it. Yes. Uh, Samuel Anderson, yeah. obviously in it. Russell Tovey yeah. was in the Christmas special. Now we've got Sasha Dewan. Oh, yeah, of course. Master. Yeah, he was in the Master. Um, yeah. And then in terms of like that cast, like Clive Merrison, Penelope Walton, Adrian Scarborough have all been in it as well. Mm-hmm. So they're just going through that film, I, film cast. That, but this is my point. Like, there are certain things, like you're inevitably going to get a lot of actors who are in Harry Potter being Doctor Who and... Yeah, 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 we, as well. yeah. British, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that, that was my, that's my problem with Adventure in Space and Time. There's like five of them. They need... Mm. Them yeah, and they're, they're not prestigious names. No, you know, It's no. not like Charles Dance where like, oh yeah, we'll get him in we'll the get him. Mm. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, David Bradley Brian Cox, maybe. You're yeah, like, oh yeah, Bradley. we'll get Brian Cox in a yeah. thing. Yeah, those two, maybe. And David Bradley as well, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, we'll get him in a thing. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Is that the first time they've used a title theme in the show? Yes. Oh, Unac- shit, isn't unacceptable. it? <laughs> you are only allowed to do that in series finales, not season, or very, very big moments. Do what? They use, use a title theme in the show. Remember when she's in the Matrix in the Timeless Children and she goes, I have a dose of this Matrix and it plays the Doctor Who theme song? Uh, so they do it in Breaking Bad in the penultimate episode. Yeah, but that's earned. Yeah, it's earned, yeah. And it's leading into the finale. Yeah, because mm. yeah. it's not just that, but like the implication of that moment mm-hmm. is that Walter White is gone now. Heisenberg reactivated. Yes. Yeah. That's why we're hearing the Breaking Bad theme. Yes. It's not just a surface badass moment. It's like a character beat being mm-hmm. personified. Yeah. The Doctor Who theme song in that, like, oh, it's just, it just feels like, oh, let's just do it because it's a cool moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that was un- unacceptable. Yeah. Um, that's it. 
for me. I think the Timeless Children in general was just unacceptable. Yeah. Like, if you want to do an episode that completely rewrites the foundation of Doctor Who, like, mm-hmm. more fool you. But at least make it interesting. Don't don't just, like... Literally, that most of that episode is just the Doctor in one room as the Master goes, Tecteun is a woman. <laughs> and she was stunning and brave and Tecteun, blah, 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 blah. It's like, yeah. this is all the episode is. Yeah. It's a glorified PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. And it's so... Dull and boring and shit. It's just shit. Yeah. So um, yeah. shit. Why? 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 Delilah. Indeed. <laughs> why did we need... Like, what? okay. You're a writer. Mm. Why has Chris Chibnall done this? Why has he done what? Precisely. Why, why has he decided, oh, Doctor Who, I'm going to write... I'm going to make it so that, like, the Doctor basically has infinite incarnations. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no limit to their regeneration. They are the blueprint of all Time Lords. They are now genuinely the most important figure in the universe. Okay. I understand as a fan, yeah. as someone who is a fan of the show, you would want the Doctor to be uber important. But as a writer who is paid to write things, mm-hmm. why would you be so foolish? Because there is a pressure with Doctor Who to keep inflating the stakes. Okay. And inflating the importance they're in series 12. Yeah. What can we do to make this more finalia than the series 11, 10, 9, 8 finale? Yeah. What can we do to keep making this bigger? Well, the Doctor is the blueprint of all things. This is I made this point throughout every discussion mm. we've had on Doctor Who. Mm. They keep inflating it all the time. Yeah. And you can't... It's going to pop at some point. Yeah. And it's popped. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is the impulse, is how do I make it more important? Um... Yeah, it's an impulse you should run away from. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. very good. Fucking Ruth. Oh, yeah, Ruth, people like. She's the woman in Fugitive, Fugitive of the Jadoon who turns out to be a previous incarnation of the Doctor. Right. Who? The black woman. Oh, yeah, okay. From free, uh, Fugitive of the Jadoon. Yeah. Everyone seems to like her, even though for the entirety of the episode, when she, it's revealed that she's the Doctor, she's just a fucking bitch. Yeah. Like, she's constantly... You know, there is some catharsis in someone telling Jodie Whittaker to shut up constantly. Well, yeah. But the... Yeah, she's not a likeable person Um, because she keeps telling herself, the Doctor, shut up. I'll do what... You know, uh, I'm in charge. Don't do what I say. I I like the Jadoon. Yeah, but the... the, the, Season 12 should get points for having Jadoon in it, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But but that's what, like, it's the worst I've seen of the Jadoon. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is a female Jadoon. You know, fine. If you want to do female Jadoon, I guess that's something. Japoon. Japoon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but at least make it a female yeah. voice. Yeah. It was for that moment, wasn't it? Yeah, when the yeah. doctor misgendered the rhino. Um, and the, and she was like, oh, sorry, my mistake. It's like, no, a female Jadoon. Like, okay, they're an alien race. We don't know their biology, blah, 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 blah. A female Jadoon wouldn't sound like a male Jadoon. Well, I don't know. I mean, can you tell a difference between, like, a female lion roar and a male roar? Well, there, there, I'm sure there is a difference. Sure there is. They look like, different, though, for a start. Yeah, A yeah. male lion and a female lion. Apart from the fucking mohawk, mm-hmm. this looks exactly like a normal I'm sure, like, a, there might be differences, but, like, a bear probably doesn't sound any different if it's a male or a female. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure that that's not a problem, because that's mm. funny as well. Like, I'm a woman. Like, oh, shit, okay. Yeah. You've seen that gag a thousand times. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that, necessarily. Mm. But it was for the moment... 
well it's that it's a parallel isn't it it's a, it's a mirror as well mm. like people think the doctor should be a man but it's now a woman yeah, yeah. yeah. I will say that I, I'm, I'm glad that um, they did an episode with the Jadoon which are basically trigger happy police mm-hmm. in the modern day and it wasn't really about that yeah it wasn't about trigger happy police I'm no. glad that they didn't stoop to that mm-hmm. I will say what I do like is obviously I'm like watching through it and I know they film close to my house yeah but there's... and you've resisted the urge to Molotov the set <laughs> I do I do oh yeah I... it's literally like so yeah the, can- so, the canal you live. Yeah, yeah. the canal which you walk yeah. past that's where they film the thing is like, they did film a little bit of that in is it Lancashire the episode is set something like that uh, I not, guess so I don't think it's Sheffield I think it's like it's somewhere like that and they filmed outside there's a famous cathedral there and they filmed outside that cathedral so everyone's like oh they actually filmed on location yeah but like as someone who's like spent a lot of time in Cardiff <laughs> I knew it was like yeah. oh that's outside Eddie's house oh that's Little Man Cafe where yeah. Script Dog yeah. uh, you, you know former company you ran yeah. they've yeah. done several shows there yeah like ah, I know I'm in the know I know yeah. things but yeah, it shouldn't get... Point. There's a lot of that. This is a weird season, because, like, Series 11... I don't know if this is a point I've made on podcasts before, but Series 11 felt like an an attempt to distance itself from previous Doctor Who. Okay. Like, for better or worse, this is my Chris Chimnall, this is mm. my interpretation of Doctor Who, these are my monsters, this is my tone, this is my story. Season 12 is all Russell T. Davis stuff, yeah. by way of Stephen Moffat. Yes. So you've got Chadoon, you've got the, the Doctor's essence... You know, like the doctor's turned herself into a human. Oh, and yeah, her yeah. essence is being stored in a location. Yeah. Cybermen uh, are back. Cybermen are back as well. Yeah, it's all Russell T. Davis trappings. But you've got like the universe altering revelations that like, you know, the doctor is the timeless child. That's very Stephen Moffat. So what happened to Chibnall? Did he get a smack on the wrist or was this his oh, plan all along? Cake and eating it. Maybe. Let's get all the stuff. Yeah. I have access to all the stuff for I am... Yeah, it's right. It, series 13 is going to come around. There'll be a Sikrax in episode one, an Ood in episode yeah. two. I am Chip Barron. John Barrowman's back because we I'm need genu- Captain I'm Jack. genuinely waiting for them to bring the angels back. I wonder how long it's well, going to be. Well, do you know, I genuinely, I've got a, a theory with Captain Jack. Okay. He's gay. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's actually Pan, I think. Oh, in it? the yeah. show he is, yeah. Yeah, he's Pan. Um, I wonder whether he will be back for all of next series. Oh, he'll be a permanent travelling companion. Because yeah, we've lost. You, you're losing Bradley Walsh and Ryan. Ryan. But if you get Captain Jack back, it's a fan favourite. But also he's pan, so he ticks a box. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And just, he's a man. Yeah. Well, you know, there's that additional thing. It means oh, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 if he's it, not there, there wouldn't be a man flying No, it'd just be the Doctor and Yaz. Yeah. So, yeah, they're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's actually a very good yeah. shout. I can see that happening. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I will say, though... So in this day and age, the show's about to get gayer. For sure. <laughs> We've got everything else, so now we're going to well, make... Well, it rules out romance between companion and um, doctor, doesn't I, it? I, I, I mean, suppose Yaz is still an option. I would say, I mean, Jack could still have a go. Yeah. Oh, he's pan. Yeah, he'd, yeah. he'd still have a go. It doesn't matter if the doctor was a man or a woman. Yeah, have yeah. A go. Guaranteed, yeah. like, the fir- if it was the three of them in the title, the first thing he's suggesting is a threesome. John right. Barman, I've considered doing this. Um, I think it would just be funny more than anything else you know this is a big thing again the the trend being you can't play a gay character if you're not all that sort of thing mm. I've been considering doing a thing where every day I post a gay actor playing a straight character or you know <laughs> right the inverse okay mm. sort yeah. of thing is it he can't play he's, but he's not he's gay he's not pansexual so what right does he have to play a pansexual is he character? actually gay he's, gay, he's gay. gay in real life not yeah. pan in real I don't life. think so I think he's no, gay no he's okay. gay yeah so that's not allowed right 
I know what you're saying, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, the problem is no one would take it as a joke, would they? No, that, that is the joke to me. So right. go, oh, yeah, you got a point. Like, you should prove to you how stupid yeah, it fucking okay. is. Yeah, okay, alright. It's like what, Tatiana, Tatania McGrath. Mm. Which I, I recommend you follow on Twitter. It's basically a guy, I told you about this, made up a character. Yes. There was like an SJW. Yes. And yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, I ain't got nothing else okay. to say. There's like, there's like a couple more points I have. There are a couple of like good impulses here, which get drowned in the mix, I think. Mm. Like the Dalek episodes, I think there's a, that, that's a really solid idea. Like we've done, we've, 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 taken Daleks and we've got more Daleks and more Daleks and more Daleks like we've seen the Dalek parliament and we it's yeah. it's been blown out of proportion the Daleks yeah. don't mean anything anymore let's bring it back down to one Dalek let's take the Dalek that rebuilds out. itself yeah let's take the Dalek out of its casing let's show how powerful one Dalek is when it's stripped of everything I think mm. that's a decent idea okay yeah a really decent idea and it's a really cool idea seeing a Dalek operate outside of its casing because you you don't really see the creature you see the tank Bit, bit, the Doctor bit. Sans TARDIS or Doctor Sans. Yes, exactly. I mean, it is a bit weird seeing the a Dalek, Dalek try and drive a car. Yes, but it's sort of the Dalek equivalent of the Eleventh Hour, or at a stretch, Heaven Sent. Iron, Iron, com- Iron Man Three. Iron Man Three, the yeah. Dalek. Yeah, yeah. it's a yeah. good idea. The the subplot of the episode being like Ryan having to reconcile with his father that kind of derails it a little bit. It does a bit because it's just so boring. Yeah, the thing is right with his dad being in it and the fact that they make up. Yeah. Am I wrong? Because I don't remember his dad being in this series. He's not. So what the fuck was the point? Exactly, yeah. I don't know whether they just like, yeah, this guy's boring. We don't want him back. <laughs> or oh, the story's yeah. boring. Yeah. But yeah, Ryan is yeah. just out I, of d- it. I don't mind... Um, uh, the, Ryan's dad's out of it, I should Tesla say. Tesla and Edison. I don't really mind them. What, that episode? Or the yeah, it, it's not the... Uh, it's probably my favourite oh, of the fucking, series. Remember when we did... It was all these Jewish faux pas, episode eight. Remember mm. when we were like, oh, the Sycorax are back. Not the Sycorax. Uh, the Rachnos are yeah. back. No, it's just a very, very similar race. Yeah. Like, instead of giant spiders, they're giant scorpions. Right. Yeah. And they don't even acknowledge it in the yeah, episode. I don't particu- yeah, I don't particularly care for the monsters. Like, even in, like, Deep Breath, when you had the clockwork droids, Yeah. Uh, Peter Cabaldi was like, I feel like I've seen... He's referring to Girl in the Fireplace. Yeah. He's like, I've seen this somewhere before. At least have the Doctor be like, are you cousins of the of the Ragnos? Mm, yeah. Now, because it just looks like they're lazily reusing them. That'd be its own sin, though, wouldn't it? It would be, yeah. but surely it's better than just reusing a monster. But yeah. it, like, oh, it's a scorpion instead of a spider. Mm. I hope you don't notice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, the Dalek idea, I think, is really good. The half Cyberman, where it's sort of like a human Cyberman. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's some merit to that idea. And I think that episode in general, where it's sort of drawing a parallel between Frankenstein and the Cybermen. Because mm. that was the episode I was trying to, like, not give away to you yes. before. Obviously, you didn't like it. No. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that's a pretty decent idea. Um, but all of these ideas just get... I don't know whether these are other people having these ideas and Chibnall's just ruining them. Mm. Or whether he has good ideas and he just doesn't know how to, how to translate it. Because I don't feel like Chibnall is getting... I could be completely wrong, but I don't feel like he's getting stifled. I don't feel like they're ruining no. his vision in post. I feel like this is what Chibnall wants. I think he's just not suited to the material. Yeah. Mm. So, I think he's you know Broadchurch is pretty good the first series yeah it's just not for him that's all mm. you know he's not the guy that you should get to the right Doctor Who that's fine no. it's just a bad marriage yeah who they should get a divorce that's the 
bring in, you know. I, I, I think it would be quite nice if we had one more series of them so we can get it out of the way because we know they're going to have a third series. But, but they're going to have two more beyond that. Yeah. Chibnall's, yeah, no, Chibnall's in this until at least series 15 then. As is she, right? As is she, Well, we don't know that. Okay. Well, no, no, that. but I'm saying, does he have to be in those extra... Yeah, it's been renewed until season 15 with him at the helm. That yeah, that team has been renewed. right. So All we, the production team as well. So Everyone we, is the same. We kill him. Yeah, <laughs> we take over. I wouldn't be surprised if she's there for the duration, so, so they can say the longest serving Doctor. Do you know what? Is yeah, Jenny Whittaker. exactly. That, yeah. That's what they'll no, do. She wouldn't yeah. be. Why? She. W- I don't think that would be more than Tom Baker did. How many series did he do? I'll have a look now. Well, in that case, they'll keep her longer than they yeah, Baker. Yeah. But I, I see that being. Yeah, I think they, they definitely see that being the case. Tom Baker. Mm-hmm. Podcast. <laughs> podcast. This is a podcast where people are talking. I just want to know how many fucking series he did. Fuck off. Oh, so the music as well. We didn't talk about the music last series, did we? We did a bit, I think. Did we? Title theme. And... Yeah, but not the music of the show. No, no, no. Uh, he did, he yeah. did seven. He did seven, okay. So she's got seven to compete with. Nah. I know. I, I don't think they're getting. They would get the ratings. That's seven, the thing. I know because they've already gone from ten million to four. <laughs> it sounds like a thing they would try and engineer. Yeah. But yeah, at the end of the day, I just don't think she can survive that long. They'll, they'll also. They might bail out if they have to, but I think that I wouldn't be surprised if that's their current plan. That their ideal. Mm. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, is that it for series twelve, <laughs> Doctor Who? <laughs> Remember, yeah. the, remember when the Cyberman theme was like like it had a motif mm. that was carried through all those seasons yeah. and now the Cyberman theme is just like that's Terminator, Terminator. Yeah. but it's basically that it's yeah, just yeah. heavy drums there's uh, one more thing um, can you hear me? no <laughs> um, the mental health episodes right where it's like that big wolf creature and there are it's terrible eternal people who yeah. are eternal and they're trapped in a planet yeah and Yaz owes 50 pence to a copper or something mm. I find that episode repulsive <laughs> why do you I, I want you to sort of help me um, like articulate no, it's, why it's really it's, it's just really badly done I can't remember it George okay well let me yeah, yeah. talk to you about yeah. it a little bit hopefully you can help me articulate okay. why because it's about mental health that's like the yeah. point of that mm. episode I think yeah. it e- does it even end with like a if you're suffering from mental health call yeah, these it does. numbers it does yeah, yeah. Um, I remember that yes but yeah that's like a you know we're gonna do we're gonna have the, each of the characters talk about um, like things anxieties that they have in their life like Ryan has a friend who is suffering from depression mm. although nothing he does in the episodes I should maybe I should have rewatched it because there's not I don't think it didn't feel like there was anything he did in the episode that proved he had depression right like there was the um, the eternal man who can like sever his fingers mm. kept turning up in the middle of the night mm-hmm. so Ryan's friend was anxious about him that's why he was shutting himself off from the world mm-hmm. like that's a legitimate reason to act the way he's acting right but then he goes to therapy at the end of the episode and he's like oh I've always felt like this mm. oh, I'm depressed mm-hmm like I didn't feel this doesn't feel like that's what you were it didn't feel like a, a, a metaphor for depression okay for starters then you've got Yaz she ran away from home or something what's the metaphor? well I don't know that's the problem it doesn't feel like I don't understand if there is a metaphor I don't understand it it feels like a reveal more than anything of like it's not just you think it's this one new inciting thing yeah but then after it's been resolved it's like oh actually 
I felt like that before this. Yes. So the reveal is depression isn't something that's triggered like that. It's something you live with. Yeah, but he wasn't living... He was living with the anxiety that this guy would yeah. show up. But he hasn't always been living. Like, this is a recent thing. No, but he says at the end of the episode, but I've always felt like that, right? Well, I'm, I I don't know. That's the thing. Oh, right. Okay. I think he does. I think that's the implication. If that's the implication the case, is certainly that yeah. this is a long-running problem. Okay. And yet, it's not until this episode that he's ever... And yeah, I know, you know, like depressed people don't always look depressed mm. I get that but it didn't feel like it didn't click for me okay yeah fair enough during that moment you're supposed to go oh yeah depression mm-hmm. this is a de- depression thing mm-hmm. didn't click for me yeah you have Yaz who ran away from home mm-hmm. I don't know why because we've seen her family she's got a very nice family yeah. that care for her and love her but she ran away from home and they do the I think the main problem is it feels very studenty because they do that student thing where she's on a mountain yeah and they have a conversation on a mountain mm-hmm. and it's all like you know oh I'm sad oh I just want to end it all mm-hmm. and she's like no join the police and yes. pay me 50 pence you bitch or whatever yeah uh, so you've got that whole thing and then you've got Graham's um, anxiety about his cancer coming back because mm-hmm. we find out I don't know if it's did we know that he was that he'd beaten cancer prior to this episode yeah we, we see it is this the episode where we see his in remission? Yeah. He has a checkup. Yeah. I don't know that. Well, we oh, see well, it. Graham? Yeah. Yeah, it's an We see he's in remission, but I think it's a dream, right? He's he is uh, worried, he's terrified that he's going into remission, but there's no confirmation of that, I don't know. He, right. he okay. talks about the fact he's in remission in series 11. Oh, he does? Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit, okay. Well, there you go. And you have that moment at the end where Graham is in the TARDIS with the Doctor and he's, he's saying, like, you know, I'm going into remission mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Um, this is genuinely a problem for me. Mm-hmm. I'm terrified of this notion. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering if there's anything you had to say on the matter. You know, I just wanted to hear what your take on it. Mm-hmm. And the doctor just goes, oh, I'm socially awkward. I'm just going to go and fly the TARDIS. Right. Really? I, I can't remember that. The one. doctor. Like, remember, like, series nine, the fucking Zygon speech? Remember when the doctor, like, would talk to people? Yeah. Well, it, that's her thing, right? Isn't the big, like, one of the through lines with her portrayal been trying to figure out who or what she is? What, in the show? Yeah, yeah, like, oh, I don't know what kind of person I am yet. Oh, oh it's socially awkward, maybe I'm that. She says that at one point. Okay. Maybe it's the same episode. Oh, I've missed that. I assume that was an extra show thing. Like, no. that was something outside of the show where, oh, the problem with her character is we don't know who she is yet. Is that right, Eddie? I feel like in one episode, maybe one of her earliest episodes, she's like, maybe I'm socially awkward. Like, maybe that's the thing that I... Oh, uh, she says it, yeah. Yeah, so maybe it's, like, her uh, confirming, yeah, that's what I am, I'm so Yeah, sure. yeah, maybe. Why don't you just take him to a planet where they cure cancer? Because there must be one. Yeah. <laughs> or or just, like, you know, like, you know, this is hard for me, Graham. Yeah. How dare you put this pressure yeah, on me? Yeah, yeah. But no, like, this is hard for me, Graham, because this is not something I'm comfortable with, but I'm the doctor. Yeah. I fix people. Yes. I help people. I make them feel okay. Mm-hmm. I will now attempt to do that with you. Mm-hmm. Not just, ah, uh, don't talk to me about this. I'm going to go fly the TARDIS. Yes. So she comes across as, a t- as an utter a bitch. But yeah, the, I think my main problem with this episode is it feels so studenty. Mm-hmm. Feels like a student film portrayal of depression. And, you know, a lot of people, like, they, they, you know, students, when they tackle mental health issues, they always fall into the same molds. A lot of that is just because they're new to the art of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, they're doing something that they, they're either replicating something that they've seen or um, they just don't know any better. Mm. Doctor Who should know better. Mm-hmm. These are habits that you grow out of. And it feels so, I don't know, it feels so scummy to me. Right. 
the way that it tackled. Heaven Sent did not feel scummy. It felt like a genuine, honest to God, we are trying to talk about grief. Right. Yeah. We're trying to explore the concept of grief. Can You Hear Me just feels like, oh, let's bring up mental health because mm. that will please people. Yes, well, mental health is in vogue. Yeah. A lot of people talk and about And that's that the thing. Stuff. There are students, you know, a lot of people, I do genuinely trust their intentions when they make films about depression. Mm-hmm. Mm. But there are a lot of amateur filmmakers. Cynical. I've seen it firsthand where they will just do a film about depression because they know it'll get clicks. Yeah. Because they know people will praise them for it. Mm-hmm. And get into festivals. And it'll get into festivals and it'll be awards. It's awards baity. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, using mental health as a way to progress. Like, it's so disgusting. I have absolutely no problem with doing that. I mean, groovy, you could argue, is a massive metaphor for depression. Yeah, but, but it is a metaphor. Yeah, but one of the <laughs> yeah, one of the reasons it's taking so yeah. long is that we're being careful about it. We're making sure we're that trying to figure out how you present it properly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're not just going to stick someone on a mountain. No, and just throw lofty dialogue back and forth for yes. half an hour. Yeah, and call it a day. But yeah, this just feels like it's exploiting mental health. I think that's why I find it so scummy. Okay. Mm. I don't yeah, know. If, yeah, I, I don't mean, know if that's yeah. actually there. That's fair I don't know if that's how you feel about it. I don't know. I can't remember watching it feeling that it had taken the piss. But the very fact that it has the helpline thing at the end, it makes it feel like a fashionable thing to do. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. Rather than... Yeah. Yeah, I just thought it was shit. Yes. There you go. But yeah, I don't trust Can You Hear Me. I think it's disgusting, frankly. Okay. And, you know, I say that as someone who is fortunate enough to not have really had to, like, deal with bad mental health. Yes. I don't know whether that delegitimizes me in some people's eyes, but I don't know. No, I mean, I have. Eddie has. Yeah, we're not going to be that. Like, oh, you haven't lived it, so like, who mm. are you to? No, no. Like, no, he just hasn't lived. <laughs> you haven't <laughs> lived <laughs> until you've had crippling anxiety. For, forget the, um, you know, insult that it, that it was mercenary. Mm. Just on the level of you felt like it didn't do it well. It didn't capture didn't present you with an with what you felt like was an accurate mm. uh, take on depression mm. is a valid yeah. criticism. Mm. There are loads of things I haven't personally um, experienced. But you can watch them and go, I feel like they got, you know, I don't know, um, give me a, an issue. Being gay. I feel like they got that wrong in that film, even mm. though I don't know. But it, it can just feel wrong, can't yeah. it? Like yeah. The presentation of something, mm. which is perfectly valid. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'll rewatch it to see if I'm offended. Okay. But, yeah. So yeah, scummy, yes. horrible show. <laughs> the scummy, horrible depths the show is sunk to. Yeah. I I said I think on the last. Well, again, I don't know if this was off podcast. But like season twelve, I think is a slight improvement over series eleven. Right. Because it has more, not good episodes, mm-hmm. but it feels like there are episodes that are better. Yeah. Than series eleven. But it's got Orphan 55, which is horrible. It's got Can You Hear Me, which is disgusting. And it's got The Timeless Children, which is a betrayal. (laughs) So yeah, season 12 is just a horrible season overall, Yeah, I think. I just no longer care about Doctor Who, to be honest. Doctor Who is like redshift for me, which is that when it started, I can remember more about series one and two than I can about the latest seasons. Mm. It's like the more it goes on, the faster it speeds away from me. That's Mm. interesting as well. The fact that the stuff that... Me and Eddie in Nostalgic Force yeah. is stuff that you remember the best. Yeah. Even though you're obviously not nostalgic for this. You've literally just watched it. Yes. Yeah. It's because we remember the good stuff. Yes, well, that's, it's it, it does confirm in a yeah. way that it, you know... It's more timeless, it's less disposable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah series 12 is the... I probably have the weakest memory of that series than ever, any other one. Mm. And it's the one I last saw. Yeah. Yeah. It genuinely has worked like that. Yeah. 
you know. And I've been watching them at quite a quick pace since the beginning. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, it ain't that. It is. It's, it's like, it's incremental acceleration. Well, I think it was around about the time of Series 3, Series 4. Mm. Uh, we, we went um, fortnightly. Yeah, yeah. So you had more time yeah. to watch and consume. Now we've gone back to weekly, but the first couple of seasons you were doing weekly. Yeah. And those have stuck with you. They've stuck with me. Series 13, I'm going to forget... Like, as it's happening, I'm going to forget it. <laughs> yeah. Like I am not reviewing Series 13. We have to at this point. No, we don't. I think we do. No, we don't. We can't have gone through all of that to never revisit it. Yes. Yes, we can. <laughs> well, we don't have to... It's not. It's, we can do it episode by episode, can't we? No. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll watch it. I've started watching it. I, I also... Um, declared I'll, that I would not watch but I'll watch you, the Christmas special yeah I'm gonna watch the Christmas special but Sam did propose something actually what if the three of us watch it together oh yeah if we watch the show together because they'll, they'll give it us a reason to do it then yeah you know? I don't want a reason to watch it <laughs> but it'll be I an fucking hate the show now <laughs> to be fair it's something we've talked about Doctor Who for more than 12 weeks yeah yeah and we've never watched an episode together so it feels like we should at some point. No, no, and it I should d- be a new one as well. Look, Eddie, I disagree. I, I, I am as I am as strongly against watching series thirteen as you are. But at least if we're watching it together, we're taking away the experience of watching it together over. Like yes. we're just watching it separately. It's like all I have is Doctor oh, Who. We just don't watch it. I don't want to. <laughs> then don't. But then don't go with the man's plan. Okay. You, we, we've got to no like, I, no look I don't want to watch it I don't want to that's fine then let's just not watch it but you can't, you can't do the, the podcast half of which has been Doctor Who for 12 weeks for 3 months and uh, never that was yeah, so you okay. could see what shit shit show it fucking is but I could have got that from like just a couple of series I am not <laughs> no I'm not reviewing series fucking 13 on this podcast okay. I'll do it on my own then <laughs> well, we're gonna get you How's things now. Flip? Doctor Who series thirty, and me and Eddie just walk out of the room. Just walk out the room. Yeah, um, I guess I'll feed back to you. Yeah, what's going? Well, on? we'll watch the Christmas special together. No, we yeah. wouldn't be able to watch it together. Uh, but we'll, we'll obviously we're all going to see that. So we can talk about that. Yeah, maybe okay. that will be a good barometer of whether we can genuinely do it or not. Okay. Um, well, we can do it. I mean, I watched a series a week for twelve weeks. Yeah, we but, can watch one episode. Yeah, but a you're week. you, you're yeah. mad. Okay. But I'm sure we can manage no. one a week. No? <laughs> All right. But, well, I'll, I'll continue to do it. Okay. So, Doctor Who, Sam. Yeah. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Overall? Yes. The problem is, those first four or five series are completely let down by everything that follows it. Yeah. And so, watching it in its totality, um, I can't recommend it because I've seen everything that it becomes yeah but this is where I want to bring empathy back in oh okay I finally understand why you persisted with it for as long as you did Mm. and uh, why it mattered to you that it got so terrible because yeah those first few series are really good and Mm -hmm. if you are a kid yeah I understand why you would fall in love with it and how everything that uh, preceded it is like a stab you know being stabbed in the heart Mm. Um, I no longer think it's just that silly why are we talking about it yeah show? dismissing like Dismissive, uh, whatever yeah. it, it isn't an important show in my opinion okay. it's not like you've got to see it um, it's silly in a way mm. um, I'm, but it, I'm not dismissive of it in the same way that I once was okay it, it there are good things in it mm. it has things to offer 
especially for children I think oh yeah I do maintain that it's at its best as a children's show because mm. um, I think the last two series as well they, they're going more and more away from it's for kids thing well I wonder if that's a genuine attempt to um, like sort of maintain the same audience in a sense like the show is growing up as it's viewers are growing up mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah like probably. the people who watched it in 2005 the show is aging alongside them yeah 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 that's what that's what it is mm. um, but I, to its detriment yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'd say so any other questions well do you well I suppose you've kind of answered what, um, whether you think this was a yeah. worthwhile exercise is it a thumbs up so I'm a completist so if I start something I'll finish it yeah with Doctor Who I would say don't feel like you have to watch it all to get up to speed or whatever hmm watch the first five series and then stop genuinely there yeah. is no need for you there are there are good episodes and good things after that yes but not enough to warrant you shouldn't have to watch all that just to get to Heaven Sent yes you can watch Heaven Sent on its own actually yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. the only context you need is that he's just lost a companion yeah um, yeah watch five and stop yeah would I feel be that's my, fair. would be yeah. my advice I don't know if I said it all the way back in episode 17 yeah because <laughs> that's when we started this believe oh, it or not fucking hell um, you weren't even here for the beginning of it I either. know I know that was do you know what that was um, you didn't turn up because your job was shutting down because of coronavirus and my boss and your um, boss had it and my boss had it yeah. yeah so you were quarantining yourself yeah. or at least you were quarantining well, yourself I, I, yeah I thought best not to risk yeah so this era of fun filtered has coincided with yes. uh, Corona yeah um, yeah I don't know whether I said at the beginning like my sort of from my perspective the experiment was right me and Eddie are intimately familiar with the show mm-hmm. and what we the benefit of you watching it and talking about it with you is you were someone who was coming to this without much prior knowledge of the show and without any attachments to it mm-hmm. but someone who is also understanding of television of mm-hmm. like good television yeah. what makes good television so you're kind of a good objective barometer mm-hmm. yeah like you can objectively say yes this is good yes this is bad mm-hmm. and I feel like broadly we're all kind of in agreement aren't we yeah there are certain episodes that we don't agree on but yeah I we're think not, we're not broadly gonna, yeah we're not going to 100% align no, on no. everything um, yeah we basically agree yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's kind of nice in that respect it's confirmed like oh yeah Doctor Who stopped being good after series 5 yeah these episodes are good these episodes are bad yeah there's, like I said there's the odd exception I think if you're a fan of it it's easier so when it's like having sent or other good elements of it past series 5 it's easy to gravitate towards them and go oh yeah this was a good thing yeah I don't have that so like because I am truly outside of it mm. something has got to be to a certain not like Doctor Who good it's got to be good yes yeah. you know yeah, yeah. Um, so that there's been that Heaven Sent is good yes yeah um, yeah and that's like why I wouldn't really even though there are good things I wouldn't recommend it past a certain point mm. um, yeah I think we basically agreed haven't we mm. I don't know what the biggest disagreement has been. Um, well, initially it was Heaven Sent, but then yeah, we yeah. sort of went back and we watched it. We had that large disagreement over, I'm doing what you did. You've given whatever, you know, the, <laughs> that's what I just did. Um, I think we still broadly... Mine's dis- medical, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fat. Um, that's kind of medical. Yeah, it's a medical yeah. thing. I'm medically fat. Medically fat. <laughs> Um, I assume we still disagree over the girl who waited. Yeah. yeah. I think that's probably our biggest disagreement. Maybe, yeah. 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 Like, you know, you didn't like Midnight, but we didn't yeah. f- fight over Midnight. No. 
Is that the plain one? Yeah. Well, the when they with the creature that we never find out what it yeah, is. Yeah, I didn't dislike it. No, no, I didn't dislike. I don't think I disliked it. Okay, I liked it. I just didn't love it. I think. Yeah, okay, yeah, it, it yeah. was. It, I think it was an air yeah, sight. Yeah, yeah, no, I think the yeah. You thought that the library episodes were better than midnight, right? Whereas people think the inverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, and yeah. also human nature, where David Tennant becomes human, you weren't mm. thrilled with it. No, you preferred the second half, but you weren't thrilled with it. Yeah, no, for a lot Jer- of- Jeremy Baines. I remember his fucking name. Yeah, <laughs> I remember his name, Jeremy Baines. Jeremy yeah. Baines. He might still be the worst thing that Doctor or Catherine Tate. <laughs> <laughs> what Yaz? Or well, yeah, Yaz, Yaz. is just bland. Catherine yeah. Tate is fucking. An- oh, a- do you atrocity. remember like in the Timeless Children? Where Graham no. sat next to Yaz and was like, I think you're the most amazing woman I've ever met. Yeah. Why? How many women have you met? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what has she done? Uh, and then he did, like he goes through all of that. He's like, you know, you're stunning, you're brave, you're blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm sorry, did I offend you, Yaz? Because mm. she doesn't respond to him. It's like, no, you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. You just complimented the woman, Graham. You don't have to yeah. be like, oh, was that okay? She yeah. says like one thing back and he's just like, I just said all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he gets shafted in this season, doesn't he? You've got. <laughs> you wonder why he's leaving. Yeah, you've got that thing with the doctor. Where he's like, my cancer's coming back, and she's like, fuck off, mate. <laughs> then you've got the thing with Yas, where he's like, oh, I really think you're a great woman, and she's like, yeah, whatever. Mm. Like, poor Graham. Yeah, well, he's a man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's his fault, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. This is a man's world. <laughs> um, any other questions, like broadly about Doctor Who? Um, so do the best of like codify it it's now official go on alright the best series is series 3 yeah the best doctor in my opinion is Christopher Eccleston okay and the best episode is Blink yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, 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 I still think Matt Smith yeah but the other two we are in agreement well I do love the 11th hour yeah but it's not oh the 11th hour yeah I was gonna yeah. say I thought you were gonna use that to justify series 5 being the best Oh no, so, no no no! I still mm-hmm. like I, those. Those are on equal footing for me. Okay, three has great episodes. In yeah, it, a lot of great episodes yeah. in it. But five is a better construct. Okay. I think it's a better season. Okay. if that makes sense. Okay, um, but yeah, I still prefer mm-hmm. Matt Smith as the doctor. As the doctor, mm-hmm. I assume Blink is still your favorite, Eddie. Blink series three. I mean, it the, the Doctor is a weird one for me mm-hmm. because the one I enjoyed rewatching the most was Matt Smith. Okay, mm-hmm. but only. For series five. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of Matt Smith after series five that you have to get through. Eccleston mm-hmm. does benefit from limited yeah. exposure. Yes, I, I do wonder if he did three seasons, if people would look as favourably on it's him. It's that British impulse, like, let's just get out while they still want more. Yeah, yeah. exactly, you know? yeah. So yeah, that I will concede mm. that he's got that going for him. But no, it was genuinely, like, fun to rewatch him. Because you, yeah. I always, I don't know about you, Eddie, but as a fan, I sometimes forget about Eccleston mm. but whenever I rewatch him it's like oh no he is genuinely good yeah um, he's really good uh, yeah forgetting about him yes yeah um, but I, like things like The Empty Child well, that's the thing like series one those. in general I'm like oh yeah series one is a thing but then you rewatch like Dalek Father's Day and yeah. like, oh there's some really there's really good stuff in here yeah. really really good stuff yeah yeah guess must children <laughs> yeah if only he could have been in Blink, then it, all three would have lined up for me. Oh, yeah, that would have been, yeah. It's like Honor Majesty's Secret Service would have been the best Bond film if Connery had played him. Yes. it would have been a good end to that. But then again, film. the Doctor's barely in Blink, so yeah, that's, what does yeah. that really accomplish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, that's true. Yeah. Isn't that ironic? The, the best episode of the show, he's barely, <laughs> he's barely in, in it. it. Yeah. Is that that then? I think that's it. it. I think we are now genuinely finished with Doctor Who for the time being. And the podcast. What? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for for listening to our Doctor Who podcast. Yeah, we're on episode 30 as well, so like it would be a... uh... 
And we're done. Oh, we're done yeah, that's with, not bad. Yeah. yeah. We're not done. We'll be oh, back with 31 okay. next week. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, is that that then? Yeah, yeah. thank you very much for all listening. Right. Ciao, ciao. Yes. Bye bye. Bye. With duck inside with nowhere to go, our eyes go wide to the window. Man on the street, now where's he off to? No bags in hand, so can't be that slow. I spy on him, I keep my eyes peeled. Lose my mind when it's revealed. The truth inside, no, I can't conceal. The man's just sat drinking in a fit. Alright. Okay. Alright. Okay. Day or night, there's no need to roam. So stay inside, scroll to Google Chrome. Chances are high that you're not alone. Hear my advice, this morning, stay home.